It's happening. Listen, before this episode starts, we just thought we'd make a little clip to let you know that anyone who doesn't know, we now have a Patreon. It is patreon.com forward slash another one podcast. And there's like a few different tiers on there. And we can go and get where you can sign up to us. And it helps us make this podcast. Helps us make it, helps yeah, us pay for the podcast. Helps us make it better. Helps us improve and put more content out. We've got big plans for things we want to do. Haven't we? Since <laughs> yes, we have. We've got big plans. <laughs> we have got big plans. Yes, Rob. Yes. <laughs> no, we have got big plans. And without without anyone signing to the Patreon, this will die. Yeah. This yeah. will go away eventually it's... because if we can't make it work financially. We can't keep doing it, can we? No, we can't just keep throwing fucking... No, and we've got Aftermill to buy, and that fucking costs We've got above. kids to pay for, yeah. and listen, we I'll be honest, keep the... if, I can't, if I can't provide, I'll leave. Yeah. So... And we already know... You don't want to make an orphan. We already know how this... How it's going, don't we? <laughs> so we needed to be giving us something back. Yeah, please. Because we're bleeding here. <laughs> My kids are begging. My kids yeah. begging. So sign up to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash another one podcast. That's it. There's three different tiers, loads of different prices. Pick yeah. one. Pick one, help Sign us. Up. You won't even notice it going out your bank. It's a couple of no. quid. Less than a Tesco meal deal. Oh, well. <laughs> maybe more than a Tesco meal deal. You'd buy a starving man a meal deal, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, I'm starving. That's what we are. Look at me. Look at him. I'm do you think that? Do you think you think this? Help! <laughs> Another one. Another one. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so Delisa's now on a one-man mission to... Uh, this mic yeah, is sorry. closer to my mouth than anything. Like, literally... I'm giving the microphone fellatio. That's 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 the spirit that's of the podcast. The situation. Uh, welcome, everyone. That's how we want the mic to feel afterwards as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm clearly we want the listener to feel like they've received a blowjob. That's how good they are after the episode. Uh, welcome, Gasm. Yeah, hello. to uh, another one podcast. As you know, with Deliso here tonight. Yeah, yeah. Good to be here, Deliso yeah. Jabonda, flying solo. I love that there's no theme. I was ready to like, re- I was like, what's it about? And you said, we just talk. Yeah, we like, just have a laugh. Yeah, just a little, just a, yeah, well, well, you meant to be on with Ryan, but then obviously Ryan. Ryan Gleason was meant to be here for his second cap, Mr. Blackpool. Yeah. But he's cried off today. I think my thinking is he didn't want to be here and be from the biggest shithole. So that was my thinking. That's a joke he's trying to make there. I think he's just racist. Well, that's, that's probably what it is. He as didn't well. know it was he me, is, and then he, he was like, did. "What the hell?" We asked him. We, I you, live in Blackpool friend, now. Are you to friendly? See a black with, man, screw it. We said, "Are you friendly with with, with Delisa?" He's like, "Yeah, no, Delisa dead well." Like, "Sound like I'm doing?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah." And then today, no, blamed off are, are, are you friendly and I, with I, I had that as my first question. I've done his gig. We get along. I I actually think like <laughs> no, the truth okay, is now. no. I get along with right him. under the bus. Ah, now fuck him. No, my whole point is like. I think it's easier to think of comedians you don't get along with because I think yeah. generally I feel like we're the, the same tribe. Yeah. I can be on a bus, I can be on a train, meet a comedian, you have a great chat for three hours. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and where, even where if you don't know what, yeah, right? you, can, you can always talk shop, can't you? So like, you, yeah, there's always a common theme. And yeah. also, you riff about jokes, and you just yeah. kind of uh, mm. we're screwed up in the same. So there's way. a nice camaraderie with comedians, like, yeah, that's where we go. So. I always think that as well, like even when I'm in all these sort of things, I could just go into a comedy club and say hello, I'm a comedian. Oh, it's also great, yeah, because when you go to another country, yeah, right, it's amazing how Which you we embrace. don't tend to do, but you do. <laughs> no, well, I'm just saying, like, I went to Malaysia, and yeah. I went to an open mic, yeah, and it was the same people. 
you know what I mean? Yeah. There was the guy who does twisted one-liners who's right. really shy. There was the guy who doesn't get off stage. <laughs> there was a guy who thinks he should be more famous than he is. Yeah. And I was like, it's the same people. <laughs> They're right. just Malaysian. <laughs> right. What's the so when you went to Malaysia, was it a lot of Malaysian comics? Yes, yes, yes. It's a huge, right. huge circuit. Um, Jinx, is it Jinx? Jinx, yeah, Jinx. Jinx. Jingxiu uh, was was there when I was there. I think he's actually based in Singapore, but Singapore and Malaysia like next door, so yeah. it's a lot of the same comics. Right. So what were you in Malaysia for? Just we just touring? gigs. I I, I no. I just gig. I just gig. Was you? Did you get booked to gig, or did you think I want to go and gig somewhere else? No, or? no, no. I got booked. I got booked. I yeah, wouldn't just know. go to a different country, show up. <laughs> no, I yeah, but you're not show up. Book out. Book out. I want to go to that place, so I'm going to book some gigs in that yeah. place. Oh, well, did someone true. approach that you? That is true. So what, what I do do is that I will send out messages yeah. to all the countries where I'm that interested in yeah, touring, fine, yeah. right? All the places I'm interested in performing, Yeah. and uh, some of them come back and others don't. So there is a, there's an element yeah. of that, yeah. But also it's like if I'm on Facebook and I see someone just did a gig somewhere, yeah, then I'll be like, hey, I want to do that. And so I'll find out how they oh, right. you know i mean like so if i but that's because i like the idea of performing in lots of countries i yeah. I, I i don't well it's because you're, you're you're not british are you you're, you're malawian i'm funnier or... well i'm malawian but i was a refugee when i was growing up like i'm my radio show is called citizen of nowhere because literally i'm everything right i've i've, I've i grew up in 14 different countries yeah. i don't really and if i'm ever in one place i get bored and That's what I mean. So is it more of a second nature to you to 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 we want whereas we there's a sort of I don't know, I think there's a fit in Britain, not just and this isn't just comedy, I think throughout Britain, we don't travel well like work wise, in the sense that like not that we don't travel well or we don't do well, but don't really see many British footballers playing in foreign countries. It's always a um, it's always like a novelty we do. Dave Beckham was a novelty. Why you go to Germany? Adam Ramsey was a novelty. But I see what you mean. Yeah, but only recently. Only, yeah. This is only the last 10, 15 years. Oh, you're right, you're right. Before that, it was, all, it was all a novelty of being there. And then it seems to be the same way with comedy. So the thing you hear about the British comic trying to break America, you're like, oh. I'll tell you, are. part of the problem is your accents. Yeah. Right? Like, the part of the reason I can travel anywhere is because I grew up all over the place. I have this kind of weird very understandable yeah. show. But, like, you could not go to, to, to Malaysia. <laughs> he can't go outside Liverpool, <laughs> mate. I'm not outside. Literally. literally I struggle with uh, South of Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually gigged with Raymond Mearns, who's yeah. For, yeah, a yeah, the, genius. He's hilarious. But I literally have to focus. Uh, <laughs> right? yeah. I have to listen, and then I'll be like, <laughs> okay, what did he say there? And I was just like, slow down, please help me. But he's so bloody funny. <laughs> slow but down, yeah. please help me. I, yeah, I gave them in Glasgow. So that was like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next level. Yeah, next level fucking. Yes. Like, but killing it. But I'm just there going, this is a, this like, just like watching like a spell. And also just, like, there's a lot of slang. Noise I saw him laugh. do a long routine about gingy bottles. And I was like, what's a gingy bottle? Mm, and it's yeah. what they call like the bottle left when you have a ginger ale or something like that. I don't right. know. Yeah. But the whole room was losing their mind and I was just there like, I don't know what's going on. So <laughs> I don't like that though. Sometimes so, it's like, this is great. Like everyone's this everyone's dying laughing and I haven't got a clue what's going on. But because I travel a lot and perform in lots of countries, mm -hmm. I have very few jokes which only a person from that city would well that's understand. good though is isn't that, it that's why you're such a killer because you don't you've never written for like one 
specific yes. place like you because you've... I do think it can become a a crutch in that you know local well, references postcodes in it kill. is what's called in it yeah like local references will make people go Wah! yeah but the problem is then you can't leave do you do that mm. on purpose or is that because of your background that you've never really wrote a joke that isn't universal no 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 it's things like like early like, on early on um second place I went I w- I was in Canada then I was in um South Africa and in South Africa there was a guy called David Cow. So this is where you started comedy in Canada. It started in Canada, yeah. right? But like there was a guy called David Cow mm-hmm. who arguably was funnier than Trevor Noah. Yeah. In South Africa. Yeah. But Trevor Noah became what he was because yeah. he was funny everywhere. Yeah, yeah, David Cow's stuff was brilliant, but it was about that street yeah. and Zulus and Cosas. Yeah. And if you didn't, und- and and I just, I wanted to be, I still want to be like, you know, the guy who everyone in the world is watching. Some people want to yeah. be the, I was backstage. I, I'm the other, I, 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 was, I, I really like the, the what, I love the idea of being a big fish in a small pond. I was backstage at Hot Water and I remember comics were talking about how I want to be the greatest comic in England. And I was yeah. like, why not the world? That's, that seems an odd yeah. one to be. Why not the like, world? You want to be the greatest in England. Like, like you know, like the greatest British comic. Yeah, you know but I, mean? I, like, I like to be, I like to be the like, greatest. I'm, I'm I want to be, be the, the greatest British comic. And I understand that's right. a great aspiration. Right. But why isn't your aspiration to be the greatest comic in the world? See, my thing is, though, I want to be the greatest version of me. And the minute I become universal, I'm no longer me. You see that as the greatest. No, no, but universal doesn't necessarily mean like Richard Pryor talked about growing up in a brothel. That's really specific. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to put my life into content. The minute I don't ever want to not talk about the things that I want to talk about because I want to be. Yeah, universal but, but that's not what you do. It's all it's, about the numbers. It's it's all about the numbers. You, the seats. you can tell the same joke. You just have to make yeah. them understand. Like I literally talk about refugee camps. Who's been to a refugee camp? <laughs> right. I talk about like Malawian yeah. politics to people in Blackpool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, but it's how you get into it. Yes. And I feel like a lot of people they don't they don't explain for those who don't know that yeah. thing. I suppose that's the skill, isn't it? Is making something that people don't know about. Mm. Like, let's say if you look at an alternative or like an act that does weird shit and it's like, we can't book this for a weekend because they just the audience won't get it. Well, the, the task for them is to make the audience make it, get it. Yeah. And that's that. That's probably how you'd make someone who's good or, or not. It's the idea that they go, these have no references to us, but I'll make it work. Yeah. yeah. And that's the original, like the, the original sort of thing of it all. Yeah, like yeah, you, well, you have that group. Like I think I've, met, I'm not sure if I've mentioned it on this podcast. I definitely mentioned it on when I did have a word. One of my my first bits where I was like, I love that bit. Like, I'm proud of that bit sort of thing. And I used because I, I used to think it reminded me a bit prior because I used to talk about like my cousin selling drugs in my nan's house, and if I told it in Liverpool, I could literally just say that. Yeah. Like my cousin selling drugs in my nan's house, and everyone would just be fine with it. There'd be no judgment. There'd be no sort of like, but then you go to like a middle class Middle England village, mm-hmm. and I have to sort of sound appalled by it. So you have to, <laughs> I you have to change, yeah. your tone. You you have have to to go, change your tone. You have to go. Cousin was selling drugs to me in Anne's house, and I have to, I have, I have to make out that I didn't agree with it or I was appalled by it, and then I have to sort of paint me in a different light of because that joke is, I'm mad at it that me nan's just fine with it. Like the the maternal yeah. the matriarch of our house of our that our family is just absolutely family cousins and like whereas 
And then, in, like I say, in Liverpool, you're just like, fuck it, how mad that your nan doesn't give a fuck. Whereas in the Middle England, I'm like, that's my nan. And she's just not, not asked. I'm like, that's, that's my, my role model. And I, I have to sort of ham that. And then the joke will work mm. at the end. Then sort of there thing. are tricks that I think sometimes if you if you trick like you know the idea like a classic one is just sort of saying how much love you have for a certain person and then go into eviscerating them. Mm. Like sometimes I would value I've said this before like value the idea of just eviscerate them. Yeah, don't and then it's interesting. I, I know why you have to go. Oh, I, I don't get me wrong. I love them. They're the best thing. But then go into saying something. Yeah, we, we had this on the page. Yeah, we've like, had this like. I've got a bit similar. It's, look, my lads was eight weeks premature. And if I, if I say that on stage, I have to mention that he was healthy and fine. Yeah, otherwise I you're a dickhead. I can't say, eight, I can't say my lad was eight weeks. Go, I can't say my lad was eight weeks. It's interesting early. to comedians for you to be a dickhead, but to the audience, you lose some of them. Yeah. I know, but then I also go just like. But then sometimes but then I to, okay, I'll us, give you an example. To us, it I depends, feel you lose the integrity. It depends if it's someone who they're inclined to be on the side yeah. of. Well, yeah, okay. I did So, for example, I'm uh, when I was dating someone whose kid got in trouble at school, Yeah. right, and uh, for waving a knife around, and I'm laying into this kid. I'm an adult laying into a troubled kid. Yeah. So I have to couch it with something, or I'm a dickhead. Right? Just they just trust that they know. But I know about that you said about the audience that are inclined to believe. Because when I did a, a support thing for Stayed, mm-hmm. there was more. I noticed there were certain lines that I can do in a club <coughs> and doing that audience, and that they were just fine with. They were more okay with the more inappropriate lines. Yes, because they're fans and then of I went, a very inappropriate yeah. comedian. And then it's like, oh, so. But then I suppose you got it. That's the whole thing in a club is that you go, you have, you just have to do it, don't you? No, I actually, I'll tell you this. It depends on the kind of comedian you are because right, there are okay. some comedians who are performing for, let's say there's a crowd of 100 people. There's some of them who are trying to get 60 people in the room to love them yeah. to the core and follow them forever. And there are other comedians yeah. who are, tr- I don't even think it's financial. It's the kind of comedian you are. And there are other people who are trying to get 90 people to laugh, right? Mm. Now, those 90 people might not Pussies. dedicated. <laughs> no, but I'm a 90 person. I'm a 90 <laughs> oh, I know you are. Yeah. I'm making everybody You're a pussy. laugh. No, I think <laughs> no, a no, big no, laugh. Like, I, I don't understand these people who, it's like, why are you alienating it? These yeah, people I get who, that. You've come, they've come to but be then, entertained. But then, then you're thinking, they were trying to get 60 to laugh and 40 to hate them. But then you go, why not try and get 90 with, what I'm going to do for the 60. Like, that's the skill. Get 90, get yeah, 90. Yeah, get 90, yeah. but still get the thing that could do the 40. I'll give you an example. So try I, and make it as hard as possible. I prefer Michael McIntyre to Stuart Lee. Okay. A lot of comedians prefer Stuart Lee, who's going for 60, if not 40, right? right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and McIntyre is going for... A hundred. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's the kind of comedy I like. I want to make everyone but what laugh. about trying to make Stuart Lee a hundred? No, no, but that he he can't. Uh, but who says? He can't. <laughs> who says? <laughs> because it would change. Because Yeah, that's what I'm on yeah, about. And he changes the where, whole industry. The office changed sitcom. But that's what I'm on about. That's what <laughs> The Office so, changed sitcom. No, no, look, I know what you mean. So you're saying that The you, Office was Ted you, and then it's basically informed the way everybody acts now. And I think it's in terrible for, co- for sitcoms. Well, that is. I actually personally feel like The Office was great, but it spawned a lot of shit comedy. Because yeah, you're always going to get copycats. That's right. The great thing about the old school sitcom was it actually was like doing stand up in that 
the yeah. laughs help the editors, right? Yeah. So literally, you film an hour, and all the big laughs, when the crowd laughs, tells you that's the funniest bit. That's why a lot of those old, old sitcoms could kill. And even canned laughter doesn't work how people think it does. Right. It's adding plus. It's not mm. that there's no laugh and they add a laugh, right? They literally will listen to a laugh and then they'll be like, oh, like, add a bit, add a bit, right? Mm. But the laughs are telling you where to edit. So, like, my radio show is done in front of a live audience. So, it's easy to edit. Oh, there was a laugh there, there was a laugh there, there was a laugh there. Now, when someone who's not Ricky Gervais tries to do a crowdless sitcom, some of them aren't editing where the laughs are. And you're like watching right. this, you're like, you need a crowd there to tell you that that wasn't <laughs> funny. But do you not necessarily think sometimes you can laugh at a bit that it it catches you one day and then one day you don't <laughs> laugh and then you do. So I'll watch something and then I might not laugh then today, but then if I rewatch that episode or something, I'll find a new laugh. It's layered. It is layered, but I'm just so saying like, that it it's worked not, for the office, but loads of the copycats are crap. But like Partridge, for example, I think is a great one of you discover a new line every time. <laughs> you like you go there and you'll just see him do something with his eyes or, or a little nod or something, and you go, "Oh, I got a laugh there that I didn't get the first time." So like you rewatch Partridge and you get more laughs from it the longer you watch it. Okay, I I, I I've got too much stuff to watch. <laughs> I'm not rewatching my favorites, uh, but all I'm saying is I'm very much like I think I'm chasing the big laughs. I don't even want a laugh. I want an applause break. I clapter, don't clapter, not clapter, laughter and applause. There's a difference. Oh, there is. Yes. There's a massive difference. This is. Well, to make them laugh, not make you, them make noise. But laughter and applause is this guy is so brilliant. I'm laughing and clapping. Yeah, but that's like, but then, mm, yes, you. But some people will. Some people will negate yeah. the laugh for the clap. No, I'm not talking about other people. I'm talking about me. <laughs> when are we next gigging together? Yeah. Anytime, anytime. Yeah. I. I'm actually no, no. I actually want to do a show called Applause Break. Okay. Right. And all, so do I. For the Lino. only theme is this. The only theme is this. Literally, I'm gonna have a clicker. Yeah, and every time I get an applause break, I just click. Yeah, but what about when it doesn't get a laugh though? You just get an applause break. I, laugh. That doesn't happen to me. Oh yeah, it doesn't okay, happen yeah. to me. Okay, right. Okay. Okay. Guys, I'm funny as <laughs> fuck. Okay. I don't know why you're acting like you don't know this. So you want, you want, you want the the laugh and the clap. I no no. Essentially, the whole show has a rhythm, right? You can't have every joke be a laugh and a clap. Okay. Right? You can't. No, no it's. It, you you can't do it. Essentially, it's like you're building a rhythm, right? So it's laugh, 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 clap, laugh, yeah. laugh, 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 clap, applause break, laugh. But you you have the rhythm, and and you're like conducting the audience, right? Okay. And essentially, the peak of it is near the end when okay. you've worked them up, and now it's laugh, applause break, laugh, applause break, laugh, applause break. But it took the whole set to get there. Right. Okay. You're not getting that. When you walk on, mm. it's it's like you build the rhythm. And so how many them. do you how many claps, applause breaks do you think are attainable in a twenty minute set? Where in the world am I? Uh, Manchester Frog and Bucket. Manchester Frog and Bucket. <laughs> Manchester Frog and Bucket. If the host is decent, okay. I oh, don't we throw shade on anyone else? No, no, no. Because am I having to build the gig from okay, scratch? The gig yes. or the gig? Yes. So let me put it this way: if if it was Mick Ferry, yeah, 
I'm okay. getting an applause break within 30 seconds because he's already woken them up. Yes. Okay. If it's a mediocre host, right, I've got to start okay. building it. The That's frog, why you have a host. It's the frog. You're closing. The show's gone. Fine. Seven out of ten. Show's yeah. gone fine. Then I'm saying... For everyone else, not for you. You're, you're coming your, on I'm soon. closing. Then I will make it like I will have at least five. I'll have at right. least five so you or think six. One every four every minutes, four right? Minutes. So you yeah. think you can get a hit rate of one every four? If I am in Africa, I can get one a minute. One a minute? Yeah. Is that... If I'm in Malawi... How do you build, how do you build momentum what happens in Malawi? Clap every minute? If I'm in Malawi... They just never stop clapping. They just lose their mind. Is it? A, I was there it, last week. I'm literally... I have the see, video. I'm not I making this up. I can't like, believe you. Like, I spoke to Dan Soff, who said it, black gigs. Like, if they minute. love you, it's a relocation. Yeah. So it's when they stand up, they run around, yeah. and they're just like yeah. that. I had a guy run up stage and high-five me. Like, it's a different kind of excitement. Yes. Right? And it's... But also, How if do they don't mention? like you, they're going to fight you. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, but yeah. it's a different rhythm. And, and it, it's also... When I started with gigs like that the first time i did like a white gig i was like oh i died on my ass right. <laughs> and i watched everyone else and i was like oh these people just don't clap they right. just don't scream but how do you build momentum then in a room like that it's just clapping all the time do you have to do very different kind of comedy oh, no, but even you want that to? like there's like Wah! and then there's the deafening scream and then yeah. there's the there's always like a different rhythm and then there's certain lines which you know. So mm. I have a few gaps. So there's one thing. It mm. all works in all African countries. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work in the UK, interesting. Okay. Right? Where I talk about how um, the US going from Obama to Trump, mm -hmm. right, was like if you found out that Jay-Z has dumped Beyonce and he's walking down the street with insert, insert local... Yeah, yeah. You know, insert local, local trashy white trashy, woman. No, no, but no, no, trashy black woman. It, it, right. it works in Africa. You use you use oh, someone right, right, okay, right, okay, and they go nuts. And I know that will lose the crowd. They, they will. It literally breaks the crowd. Also, because it's in a country where they don't know. I know the references, and okay. so I found out something. So not you, and, right, okay. And yeah. so I will do that around two minutes in. And it will be the best, the first, oh my God, how the yeah, fuck is yeah. it? And then that has now cracked the... So would you say that's one one you tool you've got most than other comics have? Like you, you're so well-traveled, you've been to every place, and you know some of the references that they're not expecting you to know. Are you still well, researching no, references? No, or no, you... I'll tell you the interesting thing. I think it's also that the fact that I'm chasing applause mm. means that I write to get applause. Yeah. Right, well, so let's put it this way. No, I've got a gag. But then does that not make you think... I've got a gag where it's funny, right? Okay. And yeah. one bit of it gets applause. So I'm chopping, getting rid of the rest. I know other comics who would keep the rest in. Yeah, right. And it's just like the way you build your set is based on what you want to get. And so like if you watch someone like Chris Rock, he gets applause because he writes for the applause, right? He will... You, it's like when is a joke done? I know a lot of people who when they get a ha ha, they, they think it's done. Right. And yeah. I'm like, that joke's not done. That yeah. joke can still go further. Yeah. So I'm not saying that I get a prods because I'm like, it's just because I've been chasing it. So there are loads of decent jokes which are on my spreadsheet, but I don't use them because I'm, I'm chasing the applause. Right. Do you not think though that's, like to me, there's something a bit where 
I don't know. I the idea, okay, it's oh, different for the idea of chasing twenty minutes. No, I know, but the idea of chasing an applause and not saying what you think's the funniest thing to say there, to me, is a bit. You, what you think that? What, the, yeah, you like. What does my opinion matter? It's what the audience because you're put on a show. It's art, isn't it? Oh, you're I, the I, artist. Oh, I'm not. Uh, look, <laughs> you're ticking boxes. Is what you're doing? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> everything I come up with is something from me, right? right? And yeah. that's why I'm a different comic every day, right? Yeah. So I'm a different comic in an art center than I am in, uh, you know, hot order than right. I am in. Yeah, Malawi, we all we right? all are really. All of them are my thoughts, but I can think this. These thoughts are going to make this crowd happy. These thoughts are going to make these crowd happy. Yeah, but you can also, but then you can also think. Right, I know this thought is going to get this reaction, whereas I truly believe, me, myself, that's the funniest thought. So for me, I would say there's something, there's, there's some artistic integrity in I am sticking to what I believe in. Oh, no. I think I think there's a thing. Don't write anything you don't believe in. Like, I'm not going to write, uh, like, the BNP set. I'm like, fuck yeah. them foreigners. Get rid of them. Yeah, but right? what are, like, like, I believe in everything. This is where you're going I'm wrong, Delisa. <laughs> that's how I become, yeah, like... That's where you get... No, 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 that's but I'll the actually tell you the truth. Is there is a backup plan. Like, if I... No, no, I'm telling you. You're going to go right wing? At any moment, if I, if I lose my audience... Yeah. There is an in emergency go right wing, yeah. like an African gone right wing. Oh, they book me like crazy. Yeah, yeah, mm. it was, yeah. Yeah, but I don't need it yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's there. No, I. you can take on, if you're an intelligent person, you can take on any opinion. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's just logic games. Yeah, yeah. That's how you but write like, a play. So That's you know how when, you write you a know play. You look at a crowd, though, and then you've gone, this will work better for these. Do you ever think, but what if I did give them the line that <laughs> mightn't work well and it worked well? No, no, but the way it w Just works, as I, see, no, no, as but experiment. I build my set as I go, okay? So yeah. so my opening four or five jokes are tester jokes Yeah. where I am diagnosing the audience, Yeah. Okay. right? And so I'm doing a few different subjects, a few different things, and the first one that goes, ah! I know you guys. Yeah, so yeah. Then you, that informs and then the rest I, of it your set. It informs the rest of the set. It's different on a tour show when there's a story. But we yeah. are talking about comedy clubs, where oh, yeah, it's okay. like, in a comedy club, I am just trying to TKO the, the audience, right? Maybe I'm being artistic in my one-hour show when there's a twist and there's yeah. some sad moment. Or, 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 but in a comedy club, I just want to make people cry with laughter. Yeah, right. You just want to get the best reaction possible. Yeah. yeah. And I, I look, I gigged with, uh, um, uh, so Imran, I brought him to Malawi. And he's being like a real purist and he's doing yeah. all his newer stuff. And, and I'm like, these people have not watched any of your YouTube stuff. Yeah. Right. Do that joke and you they will go crazy. And what did he say to you? And he was like, but but that's an old joke. I don't do it anymore because people haven't seen it. And I was like, no one in Malawi has you seen it. You are very scientific <laughs> with it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do, like, you have, do you have that kind of background? Uh, I was a programmer, but, you know. Yeah, but, so you, but, you, but even before that, I, I guess I... Like the way you describe, like diagnosing the like, it is very yeah. like this is me. Oh no no yeah, I've got spreadsheets. Yeah, and I've got it's. I've got the joke. I've got whether it's an opener, a closer, whether it works in this city, whether it works in 
uh, corporates, yeah. whether it works for kids. I can whether just it about keep track of me fees, people. mate. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, I'm terrible you, with the money stuff, yeah. though. <laughs> I'm just. Do you like? Do you like football? Proper science? No, I can't. Can't stand it. Right. Okay. Well, it's not that I can't stand it. It's that I I'm obsessed with plots and stories. Okay. Yeah. When no, right? the only reason I ask because like. You to me remind me about Jose Mourinho, Rafa Benitez, game manager. I'm coming here for the result. Where you've got other people who are like a a Pep, a a, 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 a Jurgen Klopp, a, a Brendan Rodgers, a, a Eddie Howe. I play football this way, and that's the way I play, no matter what happens. And if I go here and get battered five nil, I get I I play that way, and that's it. And if it get battered five right. nil, so take so be it. That's what you want exactly. I think that's the right attitude. Which one? <laughs> that you're here for the result. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're here to win. And yeah. So you're parking the bus if you need to. What do you mean parking like, park the bus? It, means it, like it, we're just going to set phrase. up to defend. Defend, defend, defend. And we want steal one nil, and we'll that's steal, it. We'll steal a win. Yeah. We'll steal a one nil win. Long ball, yeah. one nil win. I'm trying to think what's the comedy equivalent of, <laughs> of a nil nil. Uh, you going, like, it's like basically going, you're going into a, a room that looks like they aren't going to like me. Oh, and yeah. So yeah. if I walk in and I'm like, these you guys got, aren't going to write yeah. me, I have a set. Okay? Right. I, I have, have a set. Oh, yes. yes, yes. This is Martin Luther King's I, 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 I have, have a set. set. <laughs> I'll tell you the interesting thing. I have a set from back in Jongler's days. Okay. Yeah. Which is You get the iPad out and blows it, yeah. stuff it. Yeah. It's literally bulletproof. Like, literally, this set. I burnt a lot of it on television, but it was. Yeah. Each joke led into the next joke. It was yeah. a clock, right? right? Okay. And it never <laughs> could fail. It was like literally, but it was built over like 12 years, yeah. just adding this, taking this out, adding this, take, mm. and sometimes, like if it's a corporate or it's four Hindus, yeah. I'm like, bring that, Get it bring back. that yeah. back. Has that retirement. ever died? Has that ever died? Can't. But I no no it's not arrogance. It's my job <laughs> and know, I've been I doing know, it for twenty years. Do you think a surgeon goes in like I might cut his brain? To say it sometimes can't yeah. ever die. It, it could always go wrong. Come on, you would that you would what you do then you go into Have a room. you seen me die? No, I no. you don't die. Anyone listening to this anyone listening to this Down the camera. Deliso is known for never dying. You are. I, that I is will what, say there when is I one comic started, who has seen it. Danny yes. Mac has seen it. Yeah, he's that cunt's seen everyone <laughs> yeah. die. He'll tell you. He'll Just tell you to pick in the shit. I'll yeah. see so. No, Listen, no, but it's true. If you he die, if you smashed it, he'd tell you you died anyway. No, it's true. But he saw it, and it was a, it was a sad day. It was a sad Where day. Where was it? It was Frog and Bucket. Oh. oh, it was around Playable Christmas then. time. Christmas time. Here we go. It's now you're starting to make it yeah. seem less. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no. I, I, I don't need to give it a context because yeah. there was a Deliso who could have smashed it, right? right. But I actually of think, of course, I think that I had got a bit complacent, and so I, I, I. That was that was very much me because I had got a bit complacent, and so I didn't like come at them as I would have right. Deliso at 25 who was hungry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, yeah. what, what would what would you do then? You go into a room and they just want it. So I sat the, I was in a game nuts for them, a Shorty Social Club. They just wanted to be all about them. Every one of them knew each other. They just wanted to be all about them. What do you do people then? People say that, but it's not true. Right, I've heard people say they wanted to be all about them just yeah. because the host is smashing it. That's not true. No, it's not because the host they is smashing it. Laugh. They, they just they, what what they want is to be ripped. They want to join the show. They're getting out. They're shouting out. 
Okay. What, 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 how are you handling that? Okay. I would bring out, like, out of retirement, 200 years ago, this used to be an auction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. That joke was one from that yeah, set yeah. where literally it will shock people yeah. out of whatever complacency. And they're just, what the fuck did this guy yeah, just yeah, say? Yeah. Can't believe right? you said that, yeah. I, I, I had another one like that, which was I moved to the UK because of the BNP, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they're taking all the god jobs, all good the good women. I was like, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I had a few jokes like that. They're always one-liners yeah. done in the first minute. Right. Right? Wakes them up. I have one right now, which is, again, it's one-liner done in the first minute. Yeah. Wakes them up. And I think that's the thing is the first few minutes, I'm punching them very yeah. rapidly, getting them to pay attention. Yeah. Especially if the rest of the show hasn't been good. Yeah. Right? And then I can do what I want. So when did you stop dying? Okay, so so it was. Well, let's go from. The, can we go from the start? Because I want to know from the start. So I did my dying in, in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you're. Right. I almost want to set up a gig with all the Patreon money and pay the audience to not fucking laugh. But if you and just go fuck you. Yeah. At the end of it. No, no, no. Go fuck look, yourself, Aliso. <laughs> no, no. I know that pride goeth before a fall. So right, I yeah. know that I'm gonna right. die royally. No, but I respect on television. Yeah. I respect, right. You know what I mean? No. Like, I respect you sitting there saying. I don't die because yeah. he does it as well. I don't die. No, I don't die. I don't die. Is it, is but it, it's my job. This is the fucking It's my man's. job. It's my flipping job. Yeah, but it's, I'm just fucking boss. I think this is the thing. Is like there's I don't almost put myself no, in a position to die. Could you imagine any other job if you you hire your accountant and he's like the numbers might not go well yeah. today? Certain surgeons get. I, yeah. I, I got to say, a professor who did an operation on my knee—that was—I mean, he's dead now, but he was facing—he <laughs> no, he was facing a case where somebody died on his operating table. So it does you, happen. You can't go for an operation without them telling you there's risk. Yeah. No, no. So I, do you, every time you walk <laughs> corporate, you float. Listen, there's always risk. They could go either way. No, no, no. I will say you this. accept no, the risk I will of say this corporate. This is like, I will see comments of people saying he's shit. Right? There are right. people who don't like me. I'm just saying because I am someone who's aiming for ninety percent. Yeah, my numbers are such that it, no one knows I'm dying yeah, because yeah, yeah. more people like me. But yeah, there are people who are like he's shit. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying every human being yeah. finds me funny. I'm just saying no, that we understand exactly in a comedy saying, club, though. it's like yeah, you know. But again, I know one. Also, I'm getting older. There might be a day when it just stops happening. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I'm yeah. just like, what a day that will be. <laughs> that yeah, will be a day. I'd love to see where like, how you. Function. I'll tell you what with the, a run of bad gigs. No, I'll tell you what the hardest thing is is that because I'm always writing new stuff, right? And it, the 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 problem with being like me is when you're working on new stuff, and there's a gig where it's not screaming, you can always just go into the barrel and bring out the old well, stuff uh, and right, get that reaction. Right. Yeah. Here's where right. I mean you're gonna pack my fall out. Yeah. You go to a new stuff gig. Oh no, new. No, no, stuff no, gig. no. You go That's to a new stuff gig. What, what are you doing? New stuff. Just new stuff. That's a new stuff gig. And it doesn't go well. Oh, but look, I'm actually saying, I'm not even counting a new stuff gig where people are reading off. If I'm reading yeah. off a piece of card. Yeah, but I know comics. I'm, I'm just saying, if I go to new, I do new stuff and that's it. No, but they, and there's there's comics, people who don't, comics don't do, gig enough. No, no, but yeah. I can't feel bad for them. They don't gig enough, but I do eight gigs in a week. Why am I going to yeah. waste a new stuff gig on stuff that's not new? Well, that's for me, but if I go to a new stuff gig, I want to know how good my stuff is. Like there's people who go on stage and we'll do two minutes of gold to get them on board to then do the new stuff and i want my new stuff to be the two minutes of gold there's no right way to do a new stuff no, there is 
they just do new stuff. No, because no two minutes ago, don't be a fucking gig. shit house. No, no. You go there and you let yourself die on your ass. Yeah, but that's going to the gym and not warming up, mate. Exactly. Yeah. You need to warm, warm up, up with the, the old stuff no. and then you're ready to no. live. Warming up is for shit houses. I've never warmed up in my life. This podcast no, gonna no. get fucking eggy. Isn't it? Fuck that. <laughs> if you if you go to footy and you're doing laps before the game starts, I know you're shite. What? If I turn up to five a side and some cunt stretch in the corner, I can tell you now he's shit. Well, Wait, you are again the... stretching? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm there's too no good right... to stretch. You're not talking about it. There's <laughs> no wrong way to do a gig which you are doing to make your set better. It's whatever you are doing to make your uh, set I better. Disagree. So if there's a person who does all old gags and then one new gag which he's working on, that's what he wanted it for. It's a tool. Mm. He's a fucking fraud is what he is. <laughs> no, I will say that I feel like there are a lot of people who think there's a right way to be a comedian. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I'll take the piss. But oh, no, there's a lot of people who there's like this kind of real purest way to be a comedian. I'm like, no, the job is to make the people laugh. Right, can I go back to the... I want to know how we how we got smashed here. Oh, right. So right. back to the start. Okay, right, I'll tell no, you the, the very start. I'll tell you no, the no, truth. no, let me, let, let me ask the question first. Yes. Right. <laughs> are you a refugee in Canada? <laughs> Or are you just living there sort of thing? Like- no, no, no. I went there as... A, so I was born yeah. with my dad as a refugee. Right. So I was a refugee as a baby, but I didn't know. Yeah, okay. And then by the time I grew older, my dad was now working for the UN. Yes. Right? So it wasn't a refugee anymore. So right. I, I went to Canada just on a scholarship to... What, university? To university. Right. So at what point from uh, North to UN to scholarship did you decide... You wanted to try comedy? Um, just in university. Now, I always wanted to write. I was going to write books. Right. Right. And then um, I just accidentally in Canada discovered, oh, I'm good at this comedy thing. When you say, hang on, I was discovered it. I was doing open mics. I was doing open mics, but like I was doing poetry. But what made you want to do it? I was doing rap. Just... I just like being on stage. Right. And she just I, wants, I think right. there was like, I look, I considered be, being a preacher. What's I wrong knew, with you, Deliso? I knew I needed to be on stage. I right. think every comic's got something wrong with them. Because we all want the attention. Um, I've got loads wrong no, We all want the attention. So what, what's your thing that made you go on stage? Because I, I, I think every... I think that I felt unappreciated by, by life, by people, by right. whatever. Yeah. And people didn't dismiss my opinion. And I right. felt like I have secrets and I have, I have stuff yeah. which is amazing. And if only you guys could listen. Yeah. And stage was a place where they had to listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So when you first went on stage, it's you was just you was just to be on stage then. Yeah, but I was I didn't know what I, I was doing all sorts of things. And like, the comedy was, I was going doing debate, else, was debates. Yeah. I was doing poetry. I was doing rap. I was doing I just something about me wanted to be in front of people. Yeah. And then there was an open mic which was comedy. I'd never seen yeah. comedy. Well, I'd seen comedy, but I didn't know it was stand-up, yeah. right? I'd watched Eddie Murphy's Raw, yeah. but I was like, that's that actor I know doing a one-man play, yeah. right? But then that's I went to this comedy night. problematic now, isn't it? It's not problematic. That doesn't exist. <laughs> Ooh. It doesn't exist. Right. Oh, we'll so get, Eddie we'll Murphy get back to that. Don't be going anyway, on your side. Problematic is nonsense. But right. anyway, <laughs> uh, comedy is a game. Park that. Keep game. that. Okay. Yeah. So um, why, when, when did comedy start outshining the others? Or when did comedy... The first be- night I did comedy. You just knew this was it. Now, now to be Powering fair, now no, no. Now that I look back, I actually had stacked the deck, but I didn't know this. I had invited everyone in my university oh, residence. Yeah. Just because I was excited, I'm doing comedy. Yeah, she and got I a show everyone. off. Are you more of a show off? Because I didn't invite. I invite no one ever. 
Um, so you wanted the I was just excited because I had seen comedy for the first time. Mm -hmm. How old were you by when you I was uh 20? Okay. Yeah, 20. Uh and so I'd I'd seen comedy for the first time the week before and I was like this is amazing. Can I come do this next week? <laughs> they said, "Yeah, sure. Sign up." And yeah. then I literally went door to door to everyone in the uh university you people you don't know. I was like yeah, I'm doing co By that point, everyone knew me. I, I literally just right. was chatty and I knocked on people's doors. <laughs> and I was like, guys, come, I'm doing, I'm going to try to do comedy. I'm going to yeah. try to do comedy. And I wrote my own crappy set, but it was stuff like there was a funny rap in it. There was a funny, I didn't know what stand-up was, yeah. but it was my being funny. And now that I actually look back, I smashed it because everyone knew me. Yeah. Right? But it was okay. It wasn't yeah. great, but because they were all literally like this nutter, right? And it went so well that I enjoyed it, and now this was what I wanted to do, right? right. And it was only later I realized, oh, I stacked the deck. And the reason why I started being all mathematic is the first time I had a bad gig, it was it depressed me to no end, yeah. like, and I Tell was me like, about it, man. I'm there every anytime week, I have horrible. a bad gig, it's like. It depressed me to know, and, and so I was like, this must never happen again. Yeah. Right? So anytime I have a bad gig, I go home, and I think through the entire gig, and I'm like, how could that gig have gone well? Right? Because yeah. there is a comedian who could have smashed that. Yeah. And how can I learn what he, he does or she does? Right? And so, like, again, like, if I do, do like, a, a cruise ship or something and it went badly, I'd be like, there's probably a comedian, one of these street performer kind of comedians who can figure it out. How can I do it? The first time I had a rough corporate, I was like, who's really good at corporates? Uh, Sean Mayo's good at corporates. Steal their stuff. <laughs> no, I just rang them, talked about how do you do it. And, and it was even just things like, oh, get an expensive suit. Where they make them respect you before you even talk. So it's that thing. It's like, because I'm very scientific about it, any bad gig was the enemy. Yeah. So after around five years of learning from every bad gig, they stopped happening. Or when they did happen, they weren't as bad as they were. Yeah. See, and then by the time I got to the UK, like it was one a year. And mm. then now it's maybe one every three years. So mm. from Canada, South Africa, was no, there a reason? So Canada. Sorry, go on then. Had to leave Canada. Uh, right. Okay. Visas up. Uh, so went to Malawi. There's no comedy in Malawi. Did yeah. an internship in Ethiopia. There's no, no, no comedy yeah. there. Uh, so I went to South Africa. There was comedy there. So how long was you in Malawi and Ethiopia for? Uh, I, I, only a year, only a year. Right. No, I, I knew that I I'd found comedy. Now. Yeah, this that's is what, what I'm saying. Was you, so that so I was year, plotting. was you there was thinking plotting. right comedy women do? Yeah. So and so South Africa. Yeah. Went to South Africa. This was before it exploded. Part of me thinks I should have stayed there because all those people I started out with, yeah. they're all famous now. You know what right. I mean? Like, but we didn't know there was they were building yeah. the circuit. Right. Were they Noah? Yeah. Wells. It was Trevor. Uh, it was uh, Loiso. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, people like um, you you wouldn't know them, but this guy David Cow. But they're all gigantic institutions there now. Yeah, right. And literally, we were doing gigs in a little hotel function room, and yeah. just in like they're building it from nothing. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I I I needed to make money, so I was like, I I can't, you know. So I then I moved to the UK. Right. And what age was that? Twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty seven. Doing sort of five years. Now. So the. When you got to the UK, were yeah. you very much hitting the ground running sort of thing? I hit the like, ground running in that I had a, a strong 20. Mm -hmm. And I was solid. I, yeah. I wasn't like... 
bulletproof, but I was solid. Yeah. Right. So like I won all the gongs and all the things yeah, when yeah. I showed up because I was like, you know, I did my getting decent. Yeah. I had done the Just for Last festival, so yeah. I I'd, I'd auditioned and got into a, a world class festival with yeah. like you know, you know Jerry Seinfeld. So yeah, it's yeah. I I knew how to do. Oh, I had an amazing five. I didn't yeah. yet have an amazing twenty. Yeah. Twenty, but I had a five which could. Yeah. What became my bulletproof twenty? I had a bulletproof five. Yeah. Right. So you came to the UK and then so what? So you said you needed to make money. Well, I needed to make a living. I I, I needed to see a future. And right. when so you, I was in South Africa, it felt like a hobby. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, like, and you couldn't see where also it was going. My whole family was like pressuring me because I was yeah. this. You got like quite professionals in your family. Yeah, you not, like so. you know, economist, doctor, like, and, yeah. and 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 also like I was the very clever one who was throwing away my yeah, like yeah, I yeah. was like a straight A student, and I'm like, oh, forget this. I could be a professor. Yeah, or a I clown. could be a, a a nuclear physicist. Was that hard? Forget that. I'm gonna. The hardest thing was to this day. I actually think if I had failed my exams, my yeah. family would have been like, try this comedy thing. Cause you yeah, but that. you might not have been as driven to. Yes, get but where I'm you just are. saying. That was it was, was it hard to my to family? They couldn't understand that someone who, on paper, can they now the future ahead of them? Oh yeah, now now they've re- now they lost their mind. Now he's but, been on telly. <laughs> Pre telly, they were like, "What are you doing?" What um was it hard to say to your dad? Listen, I'm doing this. Oh, it was a fight. They were like interventions, like I was an alcoholic. Like, like they, <laughs> they would, they got like, <laughs> I had an uncle who tried to be a poet and failed, and they right. had him call God, me. That's depressing. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A failed poet. They Fucking had, hell. Just call me. Bleak. Yeah, it's just bleak. And, and look, <laughs> there were times when I was like, maybe they're right, because like I would visit my brothers who are in like, you know, three-story house with mm, the bmw yeah and i'm like struggling to pay my rent in yeah. manchester you know what mm. i mean like in moss side so how long were you struggling around the uk oh, what, circuit for the well, not str- is, i know you're not struggling, struggling but like just what is struggling you know not so, where you are now i mean like i would say i became a headliner after around two years in the uk really? right yeah. but even then i was like a club headliner in a club headliner yeah. it's a decent life yeah. But, yeah. you know, I, I was happy. It's not three-story BMW. Outside. But exactly. also, what year was exactly. that? Because obviously... It, so, was it? so that was 2006, 7, 8. So that's when there was more going on, wasn't there, for, like... So did you arrive at about the time of the boom? No. No, no, no. The boom just had just passed. Just passed. Just boom passed. had just passed. And also, like, I, I'm saying as headline, I wasn't in the store and the... No, yeah, no, no. Just yeah, for yeah. a while. And yeah. then I became, like, the... The top seeded jongleurs act. Yeah, right. <laughs> they had a ridiculous thing where they would they would grade you after each show, and yeah. then they really, would add yeah. it up. And really, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. great. Your, your numbers were the best. Yeah, and my, I had the best. Yeah, like you add up your totals yeah. and be like, oh, he's top of the league. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was top of the league. <laughs> I was top they of the league. They should do that. That'd it was great. Yeah. It was great. But but all that meant is that they started booking me a lot, and I yeah. finally could move out of my crappy right. flat yeah, into yeah, a yeah. nice flat and stuff. And so even when I started doing telly, I had now started living decently off comedy, mm. right? But that's also why telly was easy for me. Because I could entertain what was the first a room on? of drunk people who barely are entertaining. 
how much easier is it to entertain people who are paying attention with cameras pointed at mm. you? What was the first bit of telly you done? Was it Britain's Got Talent? No, 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 no. I'd done a bunch. I'd done a Did lot, you? actually. Like the world stands up. I feel more experienced than before. No, no, going. I had done things like the world stands up. I had done all sorts of little comedy things. I'd done stand-up Africa. I'd done a lot of stuff. It's just that none of them had 100 million people watching. Yeah. It's it's It was just... A difference of scale, yeah, which blew my mind. Like I, like now, like I went on a romantic trip to Mauritius, get off the plane, and they will recognize me, right? right? It's yeah. it's a whole different world. When I did like you know, um, World Stands Up or something like that, once every two months, someone would be like, "Hey, yeah. I, I, are you that comedian?" So you know when you do Britain's Got Talent, yeah. So obviously you've got the, um, it's a family show. Yes. It's um, a varied audience. We talked before about how you've got loads of different sets for the right kind of gig. Are you going there to Britain's Got Talent and thinking, I need to play this room? Or are you going there thinking, I need to play who's going to buy the most tickets at home? No, no, no. Or no. Like, what, what are you tra- so when you're walking, I'll tell you you're exactly, walking stage, Britain's Got Talent. I'll tell you exactly what, what I did. To I told you I had the. Uh, I have the. Bulletproof. No, no, I have the, the spreadsheets, spreadsheet. yeah. which have uh, opener, closer, and then there's another line, which yeah. is applause break. Right. <laughs> What's after that? That's the top. Oh, that's come that's on, come on, Delisa. No. <laughs> Where's man the run, relocation? Man runs on, man runs <laughs> on stage, gives you five. Get yeah. in tonight and add the yeah. relocation. Yeah. Relocation. Relocation. Yeah. I want you to relocate a spiky mic. Ah. They can't fucking move <laughs> them old <laughs> cunts. <laughs> relocate yeah. a paraplegic. Come yeah. on. Heal them, Delisa. Heal them. If someone's still in a wheelchair by the end of your gig, you failed. Yes. Yeah. That would be amazing. The paraplegic line as well. But all the BGT was 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 I just went to applause break, applause break, applause break, cram the ball together, go right. for it. And so Golden Buzzer. What was the, what was the I what, didn't expect it. What was what was the what was the goal? So when you the, the only reason I did it was to get well, corporates. As well as right. That was your goal. Yeah, I didn't think I was gonna do that well. I was like yeah. I'm I'm older. I felt like I'd missed my moment because I had a chance in two thousand and eight. Yeah. Right. Where I went to uh Australia and I smashed it and yeah. I, I and they were really excited and then I was approached by a, a big agent and I mm-hmm. felt I should be faithful to my agent and Who I just kind of with? I was with Paul Harrington at the time right? right and I just made some bad decisions and I felt like I missed my so, moment I don't want so to when I went on BGT when I went mm-hmm. on BGT I I you were literally agentless then huh were you agent no no I, I had an agent but okay. at the same time it was essentially I wasn't thinking. It's going to change my life because I felt I'd missed that. I'm now right. just a jobbing comic. You were just trying but to be the I'll best. I'll get a video clip, yeah, which I'll be able to get Christmas corporates yeah. from. So I, all I was trying to do is I was trying to get trying to up your income, open my up my income, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but that's also why I wasn't stressed because a lot of people like go on and they get stressed. But I was like, I'm not. I'm just getting a video clip. To be fair, was you the- were the first sort of circuit one who like you were out of everyone that's done it. Like you were so. Like position the best to go off. Like you were ready to go and tour. Well, you, you? You, were the, you were the first That's person I mean. on there. You were. Yeah. you were the first person on there that was also straight stand ups from the circuit. Straight stand. Like yeah, like, people, like everyone else who'd done it was also like they were a child or they had something else about them. Was you were the, you were the first person I saw on there and went, he's a stand up comic who can pu- who can play Friday mm. Saturday nights and is playing BGT. Yeah. I hadn't seen anyone. And it created a lot of, of others who, who've done it since. Because, again, the, like, I know that if you watch Tape Face, yeah. you're like, I can't do that. 
Yeah. But if you watch me, you're like, I can do what this guy's doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So. So how how was that then? Because you went on the expecting, to get, expecting to get more corporate work. Yeah. And, and, for, did, and instead, I got a career. When did it, cha- when did it change for you then? The night it aired. What was right. funny is it I filmed that audition mm. months before it aired. Yeah. And then I was in the circuit with a secret. Yeah. Right? I was on the circuit with a secret. And did you tell anyone? No. I, 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 I was sure that people would talk. Right? I, you, I told Queeve. I told Queeve because yeah. he was my first gig after it. Yeah. Right. Did you but tell did you tell anyone you were on Britain's Got Talent or did you tell anyone nothing? I told everyone nothing except Queeve. Right. Uh, because literally it was the day after. Yeah. Right. Uh, but and then I kept the secret, right? And then the day it aired, the explosion on my phone made me realize, oh, this is bigger than I thought. Because right. I still thought it was like, you know, world stands up or something yeah. it's like it's it's good but it's it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they and then i have a video which got to like something like 50 million after yeah. two days and then i was like what the hell is this this is crazy and then right. that was when i was like oh this is not like anything i've done so did your mindset then change when it came to the live shows yes the i the only thing i my big mistake was i never if you're ever in a competition, don't look at the betting odds, <laughs> right? Because I was fine for the audition and I was fine for the um, the semifinal. Yeah. And then my brother or someone sent me the betting odds that everyone was betting I was going to win. And then that little demon went into my head. Like you thought you'd already won or something? Like you thought no, I'm no, going to win? No, no, it's just like I wasn't stressed. I didn't think I could win. So every right. round I was having fun. And then when people were like, you can actually win. Look, yeah. they're the saying you can win. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even the hope. It's the quarter of a million pounds which you're spending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So you got an hang on. There is, a, there is a chance here. Yeah. And then it, oh, it, fuck. Watch and before it. that, I was just having fun, right? Mm. And it's very interesting. The guy who won, he was just having fun. Who was right? he? His name's Tokyo Myers. And I was sharing a dressing room with him. And what before he performing, do? he was playing like FIFA. Yeah. Right. He was just like he wasn't like. Well, that's what you've been doing. Like, well, I don't know. What do you like in a green room? Every time I've ever gig with you, you see writing. You see writing. Right. Yeah. I'm just kill, chilling. Having He's there fun. with his notepad, fucking writing more and more gold. Yeah. <laughs> you think it'd stop doing that, Delisa? <laughs> I'm sat down in Will you? you just put that away? No, no but I also will say that. Like, They're texting me, man, trying to I argue. I go through yeah. many versions of jokes. Like there's a routine I'm trying to write right now, mm. right? Where I've done around six versions. And it's not working yet, but yeah. you know, in a month or two, it'll get there. Yeah. So, so mm. I, I chip, I chip yeah. very, I chip very slowly. So, Britain's Got Talent final, you didn't win, but you were the first comic to really do well. Also, also, I didn't realize, like, I sold out my tour, and I'm still getting booked That's because me, of it. When did so after the final? What like, what what was the change? Like, so what, what happened was because like with Paul Smith, he gone viral. Yes, hadn't realized. That he'd gone like how much it meant till he went to Tesco and got mobbed in Tesco. My thing, that was when he came oh, away okay. and gone. Like, I immediately saw here. that. Like from the day after, little kids were approaching me. Right. People were approaching me. But I think the big thing was when, um, they put twenty tour dates right. on sale. Right. Right. Who does that? Did you like? So this was Live Nation. So I had a, right. a, a meeting. I got a new agent, and then I sat down with Live Nation, and they were very. They were like, look. BGT doesn't sell tickets. Right. Right? They're like, 
you know what, we'll we'll book you like 20 dates. It just doesn't do it. Like yeah. Live Apollo does, it just doesn't. And I was like, okay. And then they put them on sale and they were sold out in like a week. Wow. Right. How many tickets was that? Um, they weren't going crazy. It was like 300 seaters, right? right. Still, but still. then they added another 20, which is now 2,000 seaters, right? Yeah. And then those sold out. And that was when wow. I was like, this is 22,000 seaters? Wow. In how long did they sell out? Um, I don't even know, but by the end of the tour, I did sixty. I did sixty because they they renewed and then sixty they renewed dates and they or sixty thousand seats. Um, they no. What I'm saying is they did sixty dates, right. sixty dates, and I to this day think I should have kept going. Yeah. Right. If your tours, my, it's very interesting because that I had a manager who was very committed to. We need to get you a TV show, right? Mm. Right. Because that's the game changer, and so. N- the idea of this live thing mm-hmm. was a distraction from trying to get me on telly. Right. So it was cut short. Well, are you only doing telly just for the lives or something? Yeah, but it's everyone, very everyone interesting. Everyone does want to get but to the In hindsight, you always think what should have been done differently. Yeah. And really, m- I'm someone who people want to see live. Yes. Right? And that's my strength. Yes. And if I could go back and whisper to Delisa, I'd be like, just keep touring. Like, you yeah. know, uh, Mickey Flanagan. His first tour kept being extended for like two years. Yeah, just I should have just done that. Just smash kept, and grab, keep, yeah. keep going. But I, 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 it was. So, have ex- your tour sales? How many tours have you done since BGT? So this, I'm now in my fourth. And have they been growing, or are you noticing like a, oh, so a this plateau is or? A no, no. So what happened was mm-hmm. the first one was absurd. Yeah. Well, the second one though. was less. Yeah. And then the third yeah. one was less, and then it started going back up, and right. then COVID hit. Right. right. But but it was like, oh, the first one was just fans of BGT mm-hmm. and people who are excited. The next one was people who are my fans. Mm-hmm. The next one was my fans. But there's so many do you, things. Do you like, play them differently? I also no, but I also switched. Oh yes, yes. So what I do differently is things like now when I do tours, I do my first half squeaky clean mm-hmm. because I've got kid fans. Then before the break, I say, hey, the second half is going to have some profanity. It's going to have some adult material. Mm-hmm. So if you've brought your six-year-old, like, you know, thanks for coming, but whatever. And then the second half. Do they know that before the show? Because they might think, oh, do you know what I mean? Like, if they, they sure, if you told them the second half's going to have adult material. Oh, no, a, lot, a lot of them let their kids stay. Right, and then okay. they're the cool parent. But it's more just letting them know. Is it advertised as a 16 plus or 15 plus or something? I think so. Because that way it seems a bit like... I think think every venue is... Everything says 16 plus, but I tell them that, look, because of BGT, someone's going to bring their 12-year-old. Let Mm. them in. I will deal with that. Yeah. And so I do that. Right. So you do that midway show because imagine if you did it at the start and they all just fucked off. (laughs) (laughs) At least least if he does it at the start. At least he's giving them the money. The first half is... Like, it's often an hour, right? So so they've had had an hour of clean comedy and then, like... Just some of the stuff. It's not even just that I'm filthy because I'm not super filthy. But like I talk about genocide. I talk about right, like, yeah, you know, okay. infidelity. It's more the subject so it's matter. The subject yeah. matter. Genocide and infidelity. So from BGT, yeah. what happened next? Um, not tour wise, but um well, let's use let's use the more the the contemporary phrase content wise. So what was you putting out then? Um what was your TV what, what did you do then? Oh, okay. To my put you in the public I, domain. Yes. So I put out my first DVD. Right. right? And it was, like, people's first DVD are always smashing because yeah. it's all your stand-up. All you know what I mean? It's like you've yeah. been on the circuit for ages. So yeah. 
it was just like this is yeah. as much it was like 90 minutes of my best stuff and what year was this this was 2000 2018 was the no for into maybe putting on trying to get a streamer to get on board with it or anything like that it's it's on it's on it's on amazon no but i mean but at the, at the really, time because you, when you're saying your dvd it, do, do you mean oh no no like the streaming revolution hadn't happened yet i'll right. tell you what's interesting mm -hmm. was it was like if it was 2020 yeah i think oh 2019 or something it's very interesting I was on the last year where people like Manfred were making buckets on DVDs. That's right. what I mean. That's yeah. That that was pretty much 2017, 2018, and then it just yeah, like Netflix killed it. Yeah, that. I will actually say that. I'll tell you what the interesting thing is. Everyone looks at like Netflix like it's like the revolution, and this is probably a bad thing to say as a comic, but I think it's been really bad for comedy income. The same way that Spotify has been really bad for musician income. Mm. But what Spotify has done has made. Um, Live shows much more profitable. No, but overall you get less money, right? Because yeah, CD sales used to be so. So, like, what? I was listening to Mark Con, you know, mm. walking in Memphis. Yes, and he said you used to go on tour so that people buy your merch. Now you yeah. put out your music so that people come see you live, and it's less money. Yes, but what the in terms of what someone from Spotify would say is. What was happening because the money was so good from CDs and stuff is bands were putting out the music and they're never ever interacting with fans because well, they'd never had them. to. Uh, well, so they didn't uh, have to go cares? on. Didn't like bands would bands would release an album and not go on tour. But why do they need to go on tour? Because yeah, I suppose. But then there's, there's the Spotify idea of Spotify pays you zero point zero zero one pence. We're, we're on there it. There is no reality where, like, literally, I get loads of streams of my stand up on there, yeah. and oh, I got oh, I got eleven quid this month. Yeah. Oh, whoop de woo. I think it's horrible. And I, I agree. Unless you are I'm playing devil's advocate, but what you I would are say. Seinfeld or um or um you know Gervais. Chris Rock or Gervais, the Netflix deals are terrible. So I, I know a few comics who aren't famous who are on Yeah. I get more from Amazon. Yes. Because Netflix knows you want to be on it more yes, than they need, yes. They need Again, it. you go on Netflix to sell tickets because the idea is more people might watch you, more people might sell tickets. Do you not think though? That is overall quite a good thing. No, it's terrible. Because well, it's terrible. If, let me finish. Okay. <laughs> because our our form is always best live. No. And the art form is best I'm, live. I'm not saying. I'm not saying bank, we shouldn't you, be able to make do you money mean for your bank account, or do you mean for the fan? I mean for the fan, because that's where their argument's going to come from. No, because the fan was buying. I own comedy DVDs. Yeah, but I I didn't own every album that I would have liked to listen to. It wasn't sustainable for me to buy ten albums as an eighteen year old and spend one hundred and twenty pounds for I all the music that I want yes, to listen to. But that I will year. say that each album meant more because I would go and I'd go through the store and I'd be like, okay, this singer, I love this singer, and you. Each one meant more. Now you just stream yeah, random songs. Sort of. It, me it meant more. But then also you probably, as people say now, is happening with the circuit. Sometimes you go you go to old favourites. Like, I, I don't think it's happening now. I think the circuit's back on the up. But about, about what, five years ago, people made the argument, you can't sell tickets unless you've got a name. Can't sell tickets unless you've got a name. And that, what's, that's what used to happen with CDs. Because it was a choice between Oasis or a band that I don't really know, but I like that song. I'm going to choose the Oasis album. And then I didn't get to listen to all the songs on that, that album. But Oasis when I was is still making money off streaming, and that band is getting 11 quid. 
while they used to do an album. But that uh, band's just getting 11 quid. Yeah, They'll but, get 11 shows, but I'm saying but you that used band's to do now a playing 2,000 2000 people rather than 200 people. But they're getting less money. Yeah. Okay. So there's obviously somewhere, but what, what I'm saying is somewhere in the middle is where the, the industry needs to meet, isn't it? I don't think so. I, I think it's a, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not I'm not an economist, but I'm just saying yeah, the, but I'm economy to think... of the economy of streaming, mm-hmm. I'm actually doing okay, right? Yeah. I, I've got to deal with Amazon and I've got to deal with Next Up for a different show and yeah. I get some money. So I'm, I can't complain, but yeah. I'm just saying that DVDs used to be a thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I can... I understand the arguments. I'm playing devil's advocate, but I'm trying to say from a fan's sort of side of, well, look what's available now. But I don't watch more stand-up than I used to watch. I think I think most people do. Okay. You're different, though, because you're a stand-up comedian. From the, from the age of, what, 20 when you are in your first yeah. gig, you probably went all in yeah. and watched loads of stand-up. Watch loads of stuff. Which you'd only watched Eddie, Ro- you'd only watched Eddie Murphy Raw before then. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Netflix, do you think you'd watch more stand-up by the time you went to... Do you think... Um, 2020, sorry, 2022, Delisha Chaponda. No, but I'm still now more likely to go on iTunes and pay for someone. Oh, 100%. And get their record. But now we have, pa- now we have Patreon, which the next I don't know about that, because if you're just on Netflix and you see someone that isn't a massive comic, like you might just put that on and just see what it's like. Yeah. And then you go... Oh, I'm, I'm not watching that. Oh, I'm I, only, I, no, the I only found Nate, no, Nate but I'm saying The only of... thing that has changed now is the discover. The discovery used to be gigs, right? You'd go to a comedy night. Who was supporting? There's someone who's supporting, or someone who's going. Mm. You like, oh, let me get his thing, and then mm. you'd you'd listen to the iTunes thing, or they were like radio stations, like there was serious FM radio, and they would have little snippets. Like you'd hear three minutes of a comedian. Well, the discovery now clearly is links and. Videos, Podcasts isn't it? and, and yeah. like so look, Instagram. I guess you prefer this world, but all I'm saying is I'm maybe saying because I I'm maybe I'm an analog in, in a digital the world, world. Of ten minutes on the Apollo Arena tour. Yeah. I like that world. That world Whereas is great. Live at the Apollo Arena tour. Yeah. yeah, that's what I when I started. That was great for us. <laughs> when I started, that was the mode. That's yeah. the mode. It that's was we ten minutes it. and your fame. Now it's five hundred hours and you might sell fifty exactly. seats. Exactly, and that's yeah. really frustrating. Yeah, that. But then again, what that does is that's that's good for the people that get that small that small section of people yeah. that get that is good for the rest of them aren't getting that. Therefore, you make your own way, which is what sort of happened, isn't it? It's the idea that okay. Spotify have helped you kind of carve your own bit. I don't think they have. Well, I know, but that. I, I, see this way, Denise. There's now more comics making four figures a month. Off a different thing besides some stand up that is still this, like a podcast, some comics making five figures, six figures a month off it. There's a much a wider net of comics earning extra money. Okay, than but where you're the, talking where, about podcasting and stuff, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's different. I'm talking that's about, all part of it, though. I'm talking about these digital platforms, yeah, but podcasting is birthed off. Podcast has birthed, has birthed off that, though, hasn't it? Podcast has birthed off that thirst of they're selling you off for free because the audience wants content. So they've got that. They've got that for free. Now I've got an audience that I can captivate. I can make. I'll tell you, own. it's interesting. It it worked for some people. It didn't work for me. Like like during the pandemic, yeah. right? I streamed two hundred shows. I yeah. wrote two hundred shows. Like and yeah, I was but doing again, it you're not. That's not live. Not no, no, no. But I'll tell you what's really interesting. It was like a podcast. But yeah. what was interesting is people wouldn't sign up for Patreon for me because they thought I was wealthy as hell, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm not. 
But yeah. in the head, they're like, we've seen you on telly. You're, you're a rich bastard. And I was like, well, you know. It's, it's, <laughs> yes, I had savings, I but think they're that, dribbling that, that, every that day. That myth's been dispelled now, I think, of because I used to think at 18 that if you've done TV, yeah. you're a millionaire. Yeah, but yeah. now, people, because with Instagram and um, celebrities being able to post the struggles, everyone's got to look behind the you curtain see. now. And people see. aren't actually uh, that amazed by any sort of anyone anymore because they see the whole life and it used to be that whole thing of you've done if you saw someone on even even if you saw somebody as a contestant on countdown you'd go not even catch two thousand you'd be like that's a millionaire i think i would a catchphrase person the the, the glamour glamour behind let me just say you are wrong though because i still get approached by people who are fortune hunters Right, really? and they assume I have like yeah footballer money. Yeah, right. right. You know what I mean? Like, and and you know, I I, I hate to let them down, but like, well, yeah. like I would you think, know what I, mean? like, I would think you were a multimillionaire. Yeah, if I, would, I was, I was seven, yeah. when I was seventeen, like seventeen yeah. year old. And, the, and, and what, seeing you on Britain's Got Talent, yeah. I would think you were a multimillionaire. Exactly, exactly. And look, I do well, so I can't yeah. complain. But I'm not got a boat. I've not yeah. got a boat. <laughs> I, I always yet. say I've I've not yet had boat money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, yacht I'm money. at nice flat money. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, but I'm not at. I need the yacht. You know, right, you yeah. were saying. So you know, you said about people don't want to pay for the Patreon because they think you're already rich and things yeah. like that. Well, do you not think? Do you, do you never? Do you not look at that in the same way? You look at jokes and go, "Well, I've not delivered the right content." To make them, you're doing, you're doing Malawi politics jokes in Blackpool. Why aren't you letting the audience of a podcast see Look, the real you we, we to d- know that you're? No, I'll tell you, you the they truth. should be giving you Patreon money. I'll tell you the truth. Not every we don't have all the time in the world, right? Yes. So everyone has got enough time to put their heart and soul into one or two things, right? Yes. I wrote a novel, right? Right. If I didn't write a novel, mm-hmm. maybe I could have put more time into creating this Patreon. But it's like, that was not what I chose to put all my time in. Yeah. in. And, you know, I'm just saying, like, there are many paths. Yeah. And that, not was a, not, that was not a path that was... I'm not having a go. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. I, so what, what... So right now you've got the Radio 2 show, or was it Radio 4? Radio 4 show. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a Radio 4 show. I do a series every year. Yeah. Um, I've, I'm writing books now. I write a new show, which I tour every year. Right. Um, and now I'm creating a circuit in African countries as well. Brilliant. And uh, I just love comedy. I, I love yeah. jokes. I'm, I'm li- I literally love jokes. So is there any plan for you now from, right, what am I doing to stay in the public domain? Oh, or? I, I've, I've got some things coming up. I can't be specific, yeah. but like, um, yeah, I'm always pitching shows. I'm always appearing on shows. Yeah. And I've got one or two that could take me to the next level. Yeah. Or they could not. But I'm happy with my level. But yeah. everyone's always chasing the next monster. Always, yeah. Well, like, like we, we talked about that a few times on the podcast, where it's, when you start comedy, you do anything just to get paid. When you get yeah. paid, you do anything just to get regular professional. Once you're professional, you're on the circuit. You'll do anything to get off the circuit. To no, get, I, like, I think the thing is this. I'll tell you what the, the golden egg is. Is that... Not the golden buzzer. No. Freedom. Okay, I'll tell Freedom you what. Delisa, the, that's the golden thing to be able to do what the fuck you want. Not that's not it. That's not it me. Is. It's like <laughs> I love touring. You're wrong. You told me I'm wrong. You're wrong on that. No, like I'm touring, yeah. but I don't know if my tour show next week is going to be sold out. Yeah. Or they're going to be fifty people, or they're yeah. going to be like I don't know, 
And wh- what I want to get to is that level where you know your, sh- your yeah. tour is sold out, yeah. right? And you just have to write amazing jokes because mm-hmm. it's always sold out. Like Coldplay tickets. They put it on and they know 180,000 yeah. tickets Done. are going. Done. Yeah, yeah. They know it's Done. a case of people getting turned away. Yeah. That yeah. You want to go, bing, and it's like... <laughs> Because people are always like, what are you trying to get to? I'm not trying to get to arena. Comfortableness. What not? I'm trying to get to, like, Richard Herring. Right? Right, Because Richard Herring. I thought you were bigger than Richard Herring. Kitson. There's enough diehard fans of him. If he puts on his tour, they're like, I need. They they need the tickets. It's exclusive enough. They get that thing. But, like, I'm just saying, like, I've done, like, uh, shows for Herring. I've even just done his podcast, right? And. It's astonishing. Like it's they they come in droves. Right, excited, you want the diehard sort of thing. Yeah. And he he always like he's got that. You know, if he's yeah, doing a podcast, he's, if he's, he's doing built a, a set, hardcore audience. Yeah, but all I'm saying is like that's what I want to get to. Where literally every time I'm on tour, I announce it, and in a week I know it's all full. Yeah. I just right. do it. It's that. See, to me, I think that's the, that that's a way you market yourself, though. For, for me. Herring kits in the very similar. This well, again off the mainstream. I, I didn't mean I chose him at random. I didn't mm. mean no, to say no. him, but I'm saying like the, the same is true for yeah. like if you, you you look at the tour of uh, Russell Howard or someone yes. like that. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm saying. just saying you want to get the level where you put on the tour, you know, you know it's going to sell, no, and then you sell. can just concentrate yeah. on the best show possible. Yeah. So uh, you're a refugee, or were a refugee? I was born a refugee, but I don't remember it. My brothers remember it, but by the time I became like. I, because I am the only brother who grew up in good times. In right. That literally, by the time when I was four, my dad joined the UN. Right. Okay. Right. So there's there's literally, uh, if you look at our food albums, yeah. there's an album where we're in hand me downs. There's a right. Christmas we're in hand me downs and really struggling, and then there's a nice Volvo. And, like, <laughs> right, and okay. I grew up in the good times. So you were the middle class one out of all of them. I'm the middle class <laughs> one. I'm the middle class one. So where's your where was your, so was your dad a refugee? Of Malawi? Or? Yeah, I had to run away from Malawi. So essentially... Where uh, did he go oh, to? it was hectic. It was hectic. So my dad got a scholarship, right, yeah. uh, to India, right? Right. He was at his scholarship yeah. in India, and they found out about seditious, like, um, documents, which right. his family had been involved, his yeah. brother, and he had been involved. Yeah. And so they withdrew his scholarship, right? Right. So was Malawi paying for the scholarship? Well, interestingly, it was... It, I w- I've got to say he was really so Malawi had made an arrangement with um, India. Yes. Right, and so they even c- called the university and said you need to boot this guy out. Right? right. And the university said no, he's a very clever guy. He's not done anything wrong with him. We are going to, uh, we're going to keep him. Yeah. Right. Then they said that's fine, but we're not paying anymore. Right. Right. And so he and my mother. Uh, yeah. split what she was getting because she was also on a scholarship. Right. Uh, and and just lived off that. Did they know that? The Malawi government know they were there together or not? No, no. Th- I mean, they, they met there. That, sorry, that's what I'm asking because couldn't, if the Malawi wants to be cunts, could they then cut your mother no, off? No, I or? mean, like, you, you don't know who's someone's girlfriend in another right, country. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, you just, like, yeah, all you no, can no, do is, like, screw you, I'm cutting the money. Yeah, yeah. And then you make ends meet. Right. He could be washing dishes. Yeah, they yeah. don't know what he's doing. Yeah. But they just cut the money and yeah. him and, and you know. But all I'm saying is so, he now oh. couldn't go back to Malawi. Yes. Right? Because now he, the seditious person. So when yeah. he finished at the university, he went to Zambia, which is the neighbor, and he was yes. a, a refugee there. Right. Yeah. So when he... When he 
finished university and he went, yeah, did he have to go to Zambia? If he went to Malawi, he'd either be arrested or like, or just like, be. it's, it's not. So you can go back then. Is there any hangover from that with oh, you? Oh, there is. My, well, my dad's a, a politician now. Right. right. So, so what happens often is like... How when, did your dad end up back in Malawi? So he worked in the UN for many years. And then when he retired, yeah. this was long after the, the uh, president who chased him away. Yeah. When he retired, he was chilling at home and he, he just, he'd worked in development yeah. for many years. And he was in one of the most underdeveloped countries in the world. And he was yeah. like, I've got the knowledge for this. So he started out just being a... Um, you know, representative for his yeah. his little region, and then he ended up becoming minister of agriculture, yeah. minister of education, and it sort of just happened. But like, it's it's a, after he retired, he got a second career. <laughs> but the the weird thing is that I grew up in good times, so yeah, yeah. I know the stories of the struggle because yeah. whenever our family sits around, they talk yeah. about the bad struggle, times. Yeah, yeah. But like, I at the same time, this is also partly why I'm a comedian. I think because. I know Your all guilt. the struggle, but I was just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> right, I've yeah. got that as well, Delisho, but it's uh, <laughs> on a very different scale. What used to happen to me? My dad used to batter me. My mum used to batter me. And then come this whole taboo to eat your kids, and then my little brother and sister come along, never got touched. But, every, but no one wants to talk about my no, struggle. No, no, but every comedy, comedian str- struggles. Just yeah. because I wasn't struggling as a refugee doesn't mean that I wasn't, like, being bullied by horrible people. No, I know. People. That's what I mean. I That's what I like, say, every, every no, comedian's got something wrong with them. There's, there's horrible stuff that, yeah. like, my childhood wasn't fun. It yeah. was horrific, yeah. right, for several years. And then it was nice. Yeah. And I actually think that if it had continued to be horrific, I, I would have... What was... You're the big Chris we, Rock right now? Pry, can we pry into the horrifying I, I, nature I went of to a, I went to a boarding school where horrible things happened. Right, okay. Right, and I... I while was I was just like a... Presti- like, you know, like a boarding school, like, like a, a good, like, yeah, school, but yeah, it was horrible... Good school, but horrible... Nature. In Malawi. Culture, no, horrible no, culture Kenya. there. I was, Kenya. like... They were, like, uh, one of the only black kids. I But you don't know if people are beating you up because you're little... Because you're a different race. So were yeah. you the only black the, kid at the school? It was, no, no. There are other black kids, but we were the minority. Because even though it was in Kenya, it was a very good school. It cost a lot of yeah. money, and locals could not afford it. So right. what age did you go to this school? So I was there eight, nine, ten. So you were there for three ten, years, ten, and ten, it was ten. just not nice. <laughs> it was. It was horrible. Right. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it, it was. It was traumatic as fuck. You know. I yeah. mean, if it kept going, I'd be in, in a in a you know. I'd either be a yeah. serial killer or in a... In or, Chris, a or Chris Rock. <laughs> or something like... No, but it's interesting. I think, actually, that crucible creates comedians. Because oh, when yeah, I 100%. hear him talk about his life, I was like, that was me. Yeah. Right? That was... Was it Chris Rock? Was it? Oh, no, 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 I'm no, just no, saying, like... He had um, horrible, he had he, horrible he, experiences, tra- which are similar Like Richard to Pryor, more trauma has happened to him. Like, you know, what you say, pressure creates diamonds sort of thing. I'm just right. making a joke that yes, if he had I another think, three years, actually, rather than be Deliso, he might be Chris Rock. No, but I'll tell you the yeah, truth right. is, I think pressure with a place to escape creates diamonds. Yes. Yeah. Because unrelenting pressure breaks, breaks, yeah, breaks you, you yeah. right? So, yes, while I was at school, it was horrible, but I had a supportive family. Um, so I'd only see them every three months, but still, it was like my. I, I also you had, had, to cling I had on other to. friends who were being beaten up mm. too, and the stuff that was, you know, yeah. unacceptable. So when you, I didn't ba- even know what it was. Yeah. So when you'd go back to your parents and say, "This," is, would you oh, tell I didn't them? Say fuck all. Really, you just didn't say. You just go. I'll tell you the interesting thing is like. Yeah, but you don't do you like you don't. 
This is why molesters get away with shit. Like people don't talk about horrible stuff that happens to them because they inbuilt shame. Fear of failure as well, yeah. You feel, but but it's also there's an inbuilt shame. Mm. There's an inbuilt. There's something wrong with you. Do I deserve this? There's all this kind of stuff which is around it, right? Like I, I, I have a friend who's a. Um, actually, it's her story. I can't even tell it. But let's Some, say yeah. I have a friend who's currently being uh, sexually yeah. harassed. Yeah. Right. Right. And everyone's just like, oh, I, I know exactly. Do something. Mean. Tell something. Do so, But like, she barely like is able to talk to me about it, and I'm yeah. like one of her closest friends. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's yeah. not it's not easy to talk about yeah. this shit. No, uh, especially no. when you're a kid, you don't even understand. Yeah, what yeah, if you, you're being bullied as a kid, part you think you deserve it, or something. You don't want to your mum and dad. Or you like think being that bullied, if you tell, they'll, they'll they will nuclear, yeah. nu- they'll go nuclear. Yeah, on you. yeah, yeah. Like what the bullies will. I think the thing is, that they get, you know, if you tell, it's like no, it, I stabbed one of the bullies. <laughs> did you? <laughs> Everyone's got a breaking point, right? Not okay. I didn't have a knife handy. Thank been God, taking bodies and that. But these guys had been like. The last straw was they. We had a like sort of foresty area behind the school. Yeah, and they'd taken me and they'd whipped me with a vine. Right, right? You know. and I was just crying and whatever. And then they went off and they were playing uh, rugby, and on the corner of the pitch they've got like a white stake. Yeah, yeah. I had enough. I didn't care that this guy was twice my size. Yeah. I walked. I grabbed that stake and I charged him and just stabbed him. Where? Right in the in the belly, right? And it went through him or not? No, no, like oh. it's it was bleeding, but it it wasn't yeah. like, like and oh, I yeah. remember, but I this, I still remember this to this day. Like we both got punished, right? Because he's he then yeah, yeah, but, went yeah. nuclear on me, and oh, then, shit! So you you stabbed him and then he just battered you? Yeah, of course. Like <laughs> if a little kid just stabs you, what you gonna do? So how much do? older was he than you? Um, so I I think at the time I was, he was like he was in the. Like Last so year, so he was like two, two, three years. I don't know the specifics, but yeah. he was older and bigger, right? Yeah. And but I remember the teacher uh, who who put us both in detention, right? Under his voice said, "Well done." <laughs> to you, yeah, that's great. Because the, they, they knew know, that guy. They was know what's going on, and they know they can't really do There's anything. There's only about so much they can do. Yeah. So that he was just like, "I have to punish you," but well, yeah, for him. Have you ever? So you was a comic because obviously we spent loads of time talking about comedy. Yeah. Would you ever want to talk about talk about that sort of thing? Oh, I talk about it all in, on, yeah. on stage. I talk Is about that it. in tour shows though? Not yeah, because I don't think I've ever heard you talk about anything personal like that. I've heard you talk about politics and things like that, and maybe touched a bit on your You've life. Not, not seen my best routine. My routine about the the. I will have. We've given each other enough times. So. No, you probably haven't. Actually, this is my best routine. Right. I, I think it's my best routine. Okay. Right. And it's about dating a psychologist. This doesn't ring any bells. No, I don't think so. Tell a bit more, mate. Um, okay, so I was dating a psychologist, right? Mm. You can't win an argument, right? Right. Because yeah. no matter what you say, it's like, uh, I'll make a good point. You're like, that's not you talking. That's yeah. your fear talking. <laughs> oh, right. I've okay. heard this bit. You've yeah, heard this yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. So that's, so I still, when I talk about this stuff, I still make sure it's got loads of gags in it. Yeah. I won't, I, I'm not a fan of the stop the show Make them sad and then yeah. keep going. Yeah, I yeah, must no. hide the pain in jokes. No, I'm just, I'm, right. I, like, I, 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 yeah, yeah, but I, that's why we had this. I, that's why I, I love talking about myself. Yeah, love talking about my life, sort of yeah. thing. And then, yeah, yeah. they say, but there'll no, be no, things no, that I, are, I talk about that are really hard, but I talk about everything. Throw talk about yeah. everything, but I, I hide it in punchlines. Yeah, and also sometimes I hide it in so many punchlines. That doesn't even look sad anymore. It doesn't even look sad anymore. Yeah. Like I have a joke about being exercised. 
yeah. right? That's based on the fact that when I said that I wanted to change my religion, um, my family called the local priest <laughs> to talk me out of it. Right. And I had this huge argument with them yelling at me. And yeah. that How was, old are you? Was, I don't know, 15, 14, something like that. But it was like a big, it, 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 it felt like I've made this decision. I've been reading and I've just, and then like, it was such a huge thing to me that they, they, they just didn't. So what is what your I relationship decided. with your parents like? Oh, now it's good. Now it's good. Would they ever go through a bad patch? Oh yeah, yeah. There were many years when I was throwing my life away, <laughs> and right, and I was just like this. Oh, there were there were years where any time I spoke to my dad, we'd end up yelling at each other. Yeah, where, yeah. Everyone has that. Where do your siblings live? So I've got a brother who's in uh, South Africa. I've got a brother in Malawi, and I've got a brother in Qatar. Would so? Do you think you are all different because of your like where you live and your life experience? Or what I th- what I'm trying to ask now is: so say you had kids, would you be a very different? parent you think from each one of your brothers no no no. Think I think, be quite similar? no i think we'd all be similar because right. i think that there was more that was amazing about yeah. the house i was brought up in than the things that were problems right yes and like if even it was very like achievement based yeah. house and like it's no question that every child every, every one of my nieces is an overachiever we're very <laughs> like very um yeah it's it's things which people think is wrong but it worked so like anytime i i had a you know a um report yeah they would bring out the reports of my brothers when they were in the same year yeah like a league like junglers <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly and then like it didn't matter if i got an a if taz one of my brothers had a better a star a star yeah. like because yeah. i wasn't competing with the other he gets the biggest dinner yeah. player yeah. <laughs> i wasn't in competition got the with the muppets around me i was in competition with my crazy brother Tommy. Right. that's that, that's funny because because your parents could bring out what they got what i used to have so my cousins i uh, talk, talk about my, i've got i've got a cousin <laughs> who lives in um in Zimbabwe now. Okay. Used to called Martha. We used to call her Martha Teresa because she was perfect. Right. And all that used to happen was, so they're all just that one bit. So one's a year younger, but then one's a year older. It's one's two years younger than one year older. One year older than her, sort of thing. So I'm what starting year nine. GCSEs is coming up. Start. I start. Oh, Sarah's just got um, eight A's and three B's and the GCSEs there. They're like, oh, oh, right. But they're just planting the seed. That's what you're living That's up to. That's what you're living up to. And then Martha Teresa comes along. Oh, half Martha. She's got 12 A stars. Yeah. And you're just like, I but, can't compete. That's perfect. But like, I'll tell you one I can't thing that is with that. one of the most amazing things. So my brother, who is literally our version of Martha Teresa, right? Yeah. He's not just a genius, right? He went to like Harvard. Yeah. Not only did he go to Harvard, he was the valedictorian Victorian giving yeah. this, he he was the best of all those. Yeah, yeah. But I was talking to him when I was just in Malawi, and he was like, I I was telling people about, it and he was like, he doesn't know how he did it. Like him yeah. older, he's like, I don't know how I did that our stuff. Ma- our Martha's dead right. similar, but like, she's she'd be dead humble. She would never like admit that she was perfect. Okay, but like twelve A stars. Yeah, per- great at art. It's like yeah. not only are you academic, amazing at art, and then she's come out of that. Come out to Cambridge first with honors, right. well, like Cambridge, and then it's like now she's building a school in Zimbabwe, and but you're I like, think there's some just, stuff you just pay everything yeah. about. Like, you've not even come out and chased the money, but nah. you come out and you just hide and something there, mate. Hide and something there. <laughs> and uh, people that. do say Mother Teresa actually a cunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is rumor that Mother Teresa was a cunt. Yeah, but but all that stuff's complicated because um, 
Yeah, I, 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 I'm not willing to jump on that because <laughs> I've heard about it. It's called, no, no, the people who dislike it. not me. That. Because she did amazing things, but yeah. there is inter, there's politics yeah. within the church and there's yeah, pub- yeah, ambition. I, I don't know anything and, about and it. And I, I think just this is the whole thing is, I, Stick that on I do not <laughs> expect, they are no perfect human beings. Yeah, right. Well, and the, Martha. the mistake that people make, particularly when they're thinking of famous people, is they want them to be perfect. And then when they find out they're not perfect, they, they can't handle it. Yeah. Right? Mm. Like people angry that Ellen was mean to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, her, yeah. Her, the people work for her. I'm like, but her stand up's amazing. Yeah. Right? You yeah, but then you've got to be, you've got to have, some people have to have that mentality that gets away. But isn't yeah. it also that it's it's the, it's the way you portray yourself in in your life? So somebody like That's if Jim Jeffries yeah. was worse to his people, you'd be like, yeah. That's what you expect. Ellen, yeah. it's like this whole sweetness and light. She has these features where they help out these people and that, and it turns out she's calling the junior a dickhead. But you can do both. You can be both those things at the same time. Cosby, you can be both <laughs> those things at the same time. Yeah. He was still a genius, and he was still hilarious. Yeah. But he would drug women. Oscar Pistorius, still dead fast, yeah. Still dead, still a good he's runner. Probably faster yeah. now. <laughs> still a good runner. He's faster now because he's but yeah, that yeah, yeah, also, yeah. I think <laughs> speed. I think it's the. It's probably lost a bit of weight as well. It's, got a bit of, it's, 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 it's like you destroy everyone. <laughs> it's how you sell yourself, isn't it? That's I what people that's don't like. It. That's what it's Liam Gallagher. That's the biggest can fall. Be a dickhead. Yeah, yeah. Ed Sheeran can't. Yeah. So it's that it's the way you get it's the way you go like right I'm a I'm a piece of shit and so you try and be as open as you can so about it. Like desperate for James Corden to fall because they know he's he's selling himself as this Mister Nice Guy. Well, yeah, that is that whole thing. Loads of rumors and then I'll tell you what's interesting. There are loads of rumors. Allegedly, but, but I didn't even know. But there's there? also like it's very interesting because when people are Alleged famous, rumors. people kind of seem to decide whether they hate him or they love him. Yeah, right. And I know a lot of people in the circuit have decided they hate James Corden. Yeah. Right? But I've also heard really lovely stories about him. Yeah, well, right? I've like, like, all the comics like, that have that. Though. People that he, Jimmy Carter, all the tax things, are the first person to call him. First James person, he, and also like, yeah. So again, I actually think fame is a person becomes an idea, mm-hmm. right? And it's fed either by we hate this person or we love this person, yeah. and it's not real. You are what you perceive to be. Yeah, are you? That's my line. Is fame different in Africa than it is over here? Kurt Vonnegut. Is it, yeah? <laughs> There's me trying to fucking take um, that one myself. The full I'll quote that, yeah. is... Yeah. Like, Bobby, you um, play the comics up with the crowd. Yes. Uh, the, you should, you, the full line is, you should be careful what you pretend to be because you oh, are what you, you are perceived, are perceived to be. To be yeah. From Mother Night. Right. On the subject of fame, then, is fame different in I'm Malawi the yes. because I'm than dying. it is over here? Yes. And wh- how? So the main difference is, I'm just a bloke everyone knows. Right, so there's no well, like Malawi. in Malawi. Right. So, I will say in the UK, yes, every day, four to six people recognize me. Yes. In Malawi, four to six people don't recognize me. Right. Right. Everyone knows me, but yes. they're not screaming. They're not like I. I can be walking down the street in yeah. the UK, and there's someone will recognize me. And say, oh my God, it's you! Yeah. Right. In Malawi, they all know me, but it's like, hey, you're the comedian. Hey, hey, and yeah. I'm just like everyone's almost like their family member right because they read about me in the newspaper and stuff but there's not that fame culture so they will come and say oh you're funny or they'll come say oh keep doing what you're doing but it's not fame it's not like you know i mean like they'll come to the shows and stuff like that but um it's just like 
they know me like they know the local lawyer. Yeah, and they yeah. know the local. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. Does that mean in Malawi, it's or is it harder to monetize being sort of something like that? Then yes. because yes, I'm working with on the it fanatics. Now. You I'm can working work, on it now. Yeah. I'm working on it now. It's only hard to monetize because um, the average person makes two dollars a day. Right. Right. So there's only so much you can charge, right? Yes, yes. And and like uh when I have expensive tickets, you know you're just selling to the expats and yeah. to like the people who work at banks and stuff like yeah. that. So it's very hard to monetize it, but there is the fact that everybody knows me and yeah. everybody watches my videos and everybody and so it's like yeah. how do you turn it into money? Yeah. Right? And that's what I'm currently trying to figure out. Is there out. um is there a morale thing, uh, morale thing, or a moral thing about what you charge as well? Sometimes, because like when Chappelle was over here, the BBC made side asked me about like, oh, what, 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 how would you feel? Was just like I was the best, whatever. You go into a show, no, why? Well, I don't really like shows and arenas, and I don't want to go to see Chappelle and feel let down or feel like I haven't had the full experience. And also, I don't want to pay 150 quid to be in a decent position. And I, I, for me. I sort of have a problem with comics charging. I paid two hundred and fifty quid to watch Chris Rock two months ago. Best show I've ever seen in my life. Where? Um, it was Manchester Apollo. I was in the third row. Right. Sound well. I did. You, was that second hand? Uh, um, second hand sale. What, what do you it? mean? Well, was that a um, second hand site sort of thing? No. Did you buy that up front? So you bought paid two hundred fifty quid. I to bought Chris it, Rock. but I bought it the week that. Uh, yeah, so you you didn't pay two hundred fifty quid to Chris Rock, you paid two hundred fifty quid. It was a that was a secondary sale. Someone has bought that ticket and sold it on. I have you. no idea. I literally said I want to go to the show. Who did you buy it from? Where the tickets and I bought it. Oh, right. so he bought it. So I went to Live Nation or something. So yeah, I you, think no, so. Live, I'd say no, Chris Rock would have been sold out, wouldn't he? In second. No, no, third row, third row. So it was very expensive. Yeah, but it, it would have been sold out straight away. Chris Rock. Oh no, no. Yeah, actually, what happened season. was no, no. What happened was it was booked into the Manchester Arena. Yes. Right, and then it was relocated to like, um, the Apollo. Right. So 250 quid to be third row seat of Chris Rock. That's what, yeah. yeah. See, I... Now, I, if I was at the back, I could have got... They were tickets. Yeah, like, yeah. It's I like, would if you go to the Lion yeah, King, yeah. they yeah, had 300-pound tickets. Yeah, but the, the Lion King, there's 40 staff that need to be paid and things like that. For me... It was 10 so, times better than the Lion King. Yeah, well, I'm not... Dis- I'm not... I'm not well, Deliso. But, but this is where we have a. M- you can't. You can't. Is this because I'm African? I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. the, li- the Lion King. No, no, you can't be disrespecting the Lion. The Lion King. The Lion King's good, but I went to the Lion King and it was impressive. In your opinion, but I know you like. No, I know no, you're no, very no, no. black and white with where you stand with everything, and that you can't go. Chris Rock show was. Does better. one have to say in your opinion before every time you express an opinion? Absolutely. That's absurd. Because if you're speaking, everything is your opinion. Okay. It's for like people saying, "Can I ask you a question?" Just ask the question. For me, right. Well, okay. Then, okay. Well, for me, there's, there's a moral thing. Whereas, I I would never pay two hundred fifty quid. Even I love Chris Rock to see Chris Rock because I there's, there's, there's a green. You like football? Yes. How much do you pay for your your to thirty eight pounds a match? Thirty eight pounds a match. Yes. Okay. Like, what's the most you've ever spent for entertainment? On entertainment. Yeah. Um, maybe probably most expensive ticket I've ever bought for something like 50, 60 quid. Okay, but they were 50, 60 quid tickets. Yeah, but I'm touring. Yeah, no, right? no, no, my point is this they were 50, 60 quid yeah. tickets, but I was like, I'm touring and yeah. I make good money. 
Yeah. So one of the luxuries is that I get to watch my favorite comedian in yeah. the third row. I get that, but I don't think your favorite comedian should be selling two hundred fifty quid pounds. Oh no, no, I think they should because That's I think there's a no, bit no, of greed no. involved. No, no, because you're one it's man not greed, on stage. It's economy, right? Because yeah, but everybody mean wants those tickets. No, everybody wants those tickets, yes. right? So the ones at the everybody back, wants gas and lecky. No, but I'm saying the ones at the back are not the same price as the ones at the front. Right. Right. Yeah. So how much should the ones at the front be? You're saying the ones at the front should be 60 quid? I'm saying the ones at the front should be a, a much fairer price. Yeah. I think what I I'm think saying there's a model, is, there's a model thing, is, is especially it's, stand it's up. potentially excluding somebody that's income is only £1,500 a month. It's excluding them from ever getting the chance to see Chris Rock that, that no, close. They can, but why do they need to be in the third row? Well, exactly. That's what I, I'm not trying until, to defend, but that's what he's until saying. Until this year. Well, why are the third row tickets No, no, my point then? is this. For all my life... I would always be right at the back and I'd have yeah. a great show, but it was right there. And then yeah. I started earning a bit more and then I was a little closer. Now I'm in the third row. Next year, I might be front row, baby. You know yeah, what I, mean? like, I get it. I, I, I get it. I get the argument. For, for me, I I just think, especially stand-up, where you're meant to be a little bit man of the people sort of thing. I don't think you're meant to be man of the people. Well, that's what, well, you're that's, a, he's that's a what, star. That's where different. That's where different. But for me, I would never pay... I'd never pay that for the stand-up, and I think stand-ups who charge it, okay. it's extortionate. Okay, but then so I under, Eddie Murphy but then I see, I see Okay, delete. my question on, is, let me, let me Eddie finish, Murphy finish, finish, comes finish. out of retirement. How yeah, much are you paying? 50 quid tops. What? Yeah. You. Eddie Murphy hasn't gigged since war. I he comes out of retirement because he's... Depending, he's on, depending on how much money I have. So if I've got enough money to spend that much on it, I'll do it. That's the way I okay, look at it. Okay, who's your favourite comedian? Whatever, or like in the current... Yeah. Whatever's Richard Pryor. So Richard Pryor, right? Yeah. How much would you have paid to see him? Um, It depends on... Because you've got to understand Chris Rock's well, my favourite. Right, right. Well, no, no, listen, I'm not having a go at you for I'm not you, paying... I'm not having a go at you for what you paid. Like, I went to I'm watch Eddie go at, I'm having a go at you. I went to watch Eddie I'm and I go, paid 40 quid. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's... But oh, I'm, not, I'm not having a go at you for what you paid. I'm having a go at Chris Rock for what he charged. So for me, if, but it's if, not him. It's well, Live Nation. Well, 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 that's it's he. he oh, okay. No, it's his name. Okay, it's his name. For me, if I had to pay two hundred fifty pounds to see Richard Pryor, he's not Richard Pryor anymore. I don't understand. Well, the, the, the good things the, cost money. Yeah, but the, the the person who I think Richard Pryor is, what what the kind of comic I think he is, where he's from, what he's done, what he stands for to an extent. Doesn't charge two hundred fifty quid. My ticket. air ticket to Malawi cost two thousand seven hundred pounds. Yeah, I enjoyed Chris Rock's show a lot more than I enjoyed that. Yeah, I'm flight. sure you did. But Things what are, cost money, but it's not. It's not what it's worth to you. To me, my argument is that that comic okay. shouldn't put his name to that price. Yeah, well, I disagree because I think it's and, extortion. And, and when I get there, I'm charging two hundred and fifty quid. That's fair enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I get. I I'm never charge. So it's not. So I'll tell you this. I'm no, the common no, man. But I'll tell you what. If, I'm, if no, I'm on no, stage, then I'll tell I'm you what I did man. in Malawi. I'll tell you what I did in Malawi. So there's a place called Kumbali Lodge. Yes. Which is like the fancy ass place where Madonna stays yes. when she goes to Malawi, right? She goes to pick one. So I did a show there. Yes. Right, and the tickets were a hundred dollars each. Right. And then. The next week, I did an affordable show where yes. the tickets were five dollars. Yes, right. Just about and so to say the people that. who came to the first one were like ministers and people yes. like that, and it was a different kind of show. Yes, and it was clean and it was wholesome yeah. and it was whatever. And then the people who came to that one. So, if you want to go see Chris Rock for mm -hmm. so you change the show based on how much tickets you charge. So the five dollar people got a different show. They got a different show based on you thought well, they they'd laugh at different. No, 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 no. I, it literally happened in the room. 
right? In that so I, I walked on stage. Five minutes, yeah. I walked on stage, and literally, it, the first one's all these people in tuxedos and mm, and okay. whatever. That already changes what I'm gonna say, right? Okay. Yeah. Right there's the ambassador, the like the American ambassador. Right there <laughs> is. I'm not. I'm not opening on fisting, right? You know the might have been. The might have been. You <laughs> might, they might have. This is my argument with you. So, is you've gone that they there might have been some of them there that wanted that. You're saying that, but they loved the show. I'm saying <laughs> right? that, but they might have gone to like relocation level. Yeah, but some of them came to the affordable show as well. Right. Okay. Well, well they shouldn't have been allowed. <laughs> if, you, if you can afford a hundred dollar ticket, you fuck no, no, off for the five. Some people who are like just diehard fans, they came to both. Right, yeah. but and wait, and so I'm, they might have preferred it. Did they ever tell you they might have got five? Oh no, no, my brother said that the affordable show is better. Yeah, right. But it was also better because I they were for a laugh more. They feel like got a bargain. They screamed. They were jumping yeah. up and down. Yeah. Like the person that taxes and jumping up and down. Yeah. No, because they think they're better than you anyway. Or I don't they're think level so. They've just had a they've just had a meal. It's a different yeah. vibe. Yeah. It's a different yeah. vibe. Yeah. It's a different vibe. No, I I think the whole the, the ticket price thing is I get both sides of that. Like I also see this game as a smash and grab. Yeah. So I it think is, if you're also, in the position to make five million. And you think we can sell? Why are you going to sell that for three? Just based on the fact also, that who I, you are. I also get that, but then again, part of me looks at like so affordable housing on a state. You need to look at the expense. <laughs> well, that's of, what I'm saying. Of hiring, fucking MEMs rolls eighteen deep. Yeah. So that's why you need to spend. You need to have a higher ticket price. But for me, I just wouldn't pay. And I think charging more is is a bit extortionate. I don't think. I know, that's what I'm saying. We're just yeah. into a difference. I think, I think it's what we're worth. I think comedy clubs actually don't know what we're worth, right? Mm. Every comedian's underpaid, yeah. right? If you look well. at one table, <laughs> well, every good comedian. <laughs> but I'm saying if you look at one table, right, and uh, they're each paying 20 quid each. Yeah. And you're like, wait, five people out of these 400 people are paying my fee? That... Yeah. Is seriously being underpaid. Yeah. So yeah. when I'm being, or when you're on tour, you're getting paid what you're worth. Yeah. But this is this has been on the comics thing at the minute about the whole unionized thing, isn't it? Well, that's the idea that with it, it's I'm never going to happen. I'm not disagreeing. Why not? It I'm happened not in other countries. Yeah. It's happened with Accra. People just reckon it won't happen. I mean, I'm not. But it can it, happen. I think the people who are saying it can't happen are people who don't want to make it happen because and they they're, think they're, they're not putting, worth it. Promoters and stuff are trying to undermine the idea of it happening. Mm. Of course it can happen. It happens in much more cutthroat industries yeah. than stand-up. Stand-ups get along. Actors hate each other. It can definitely happen. And they've yeah. got a union. Yeah. Mm. I just, yeah, like I say, for me, for me ticket prices is, is, is part of the show. I think part of the problem is there would need to be two unions. Like if there was a London union and then there was a rest of the country union, we could make it happen. Because when we've had meetings, it, it, it falls apart because they're very yeah, different them, circuits. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I've had what do you say the, the difference in the circuits is between the London You can do fucking 60 quid gigs, but eight of them. You can do 60 quid, right. but eight of them. Exactly. <laughs> and you can't do that. So they're, they're, yeah. then they're asked about fees. We, 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 yeah. we can only do two, so we want decent fees. For um, yeah, for, for me, just finishing off the ticket price, ticket price part of the show, I think. Yes, but... I think you go in with a... Than I do, like I, I don't mind Taylor Swift. I will admit, I'll admit when charging 150 when, quid, she puts on pyrotechnics, and it's all a big, massive show. It's a it's experience. Oh. If you're seeing one man stand on stage, but if that man jokes, it's a smashing has spent grab. four years, yeah. Yeah. yeah, perfecting every joke, yeah, it's better than Taylor Swift. 
because people don't see the time. Like, for example, that show I saw of Chris Rock, he even opened yeah. it by saying, if you guys came to see me talk about this slap thing, I, I'm not going to because I spent four years yeah. writing this, yeah. like a joke a week or something. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's perfected it over four years. This is like a diamond. Because yeah. this is why I love him. They're comedians who kind of freestyle, but he's like a literal... So, Jeff Ross and Dave Chappelle told us... Um, Dave Chappelle said he writes on stage. He'll go on stage yes. and I do it right on stage. Jeff Ross is a bit similar. He's a yeah. bit of a different comic. Not that whole way. Chris Rock writes what he wants to write about. Exactly. And then just writes and writes and, and, and writes and writes and writes and writes and writes. And, and, and that's what I love. Yeah. Right. I will, for me, my favorite comics are those. Yeah. Right. Because that's, I want the crafted, every word is in the right spot. Yeah. Mm. The people who are like, it's it's a little bit rock and roll and it's a little yeah. bit of improv. I'm like, this is interesting, but that's not my favorite. See, I want the pain. Yeah, but you, I, the pain is in the... Yeah, like, it is and it isn't, I think, sometimes. What do you mean? The, you put the pain in, but you... Well, sometimes you, I think by chipping away, you chip away, the, you chip some of the pain out of it as well. I don't think so. I want to I I I, I feel No, the it's pain. a crucible. It's feel a crucible. Feel the pain and then the humor. I want to no, feel the pain, though. And I think... I want to know you're ready to kill yourself and then... Yes, but I think you get the pain better when it's draft seven. I draft don't. one, you've got the pain, but you're not making them I feel think, it. I think draft three... Just the right amount of pain and humor. Draft seven, you've got rid of the pain. You've told them That's you're upset. You. Everyone you. takes a different amount yeah, of, no, no, of, no. of drafts. So maybe you reach the best version of the joke at draft three, yeah. right? I would. I don't believe that because yeah. there's always a better version, right? Oh, I, I agree with that. I agree that yeah. jokes can always be better and stuff like that. But then, I, th like I, say, I do think you lose something by... Okay. Because, right, I, like I say, still I'll, the best show I've ever seen. I want to see. I, I want to see you teary-eyed. Maybe he did. Yeah, and he was teary-eyed. I'm just right. saying, like, like. Well, I divorced that too, yeah. thing, which he carved over four years. Yeah. And every time I see him, I think, oh, that's the best show I've seen. He's not going to beat it. Yeah. And then I see him, and it's better. What's your ticket price? Where in <laughs> what country? UK. UK. I think I'm 15. Across every every seat in the city in the arena. In the, I'm not an arena. No, but I mean, obviously, in the well, all right, theater, we'll call it. Yeah, I said it's arenas, isn't it? It's all the same. Right, yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not, like, if I'm doing Brighton, maybe it's 25. You know what right, I mean? Right, okay. But, but yeah. it's not set by me. It's no, set yeah. by what they, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. And I, even I, when I said it should be a bit less in certain areas, they wouldn't let me do it. I don't control it. Mm. Right. Um, but, like, like, it depends where I am. Like, I charge more in Malawi because people love they'll me. They'll pay it. And they'll pay it. If you can sell it for as much as you can, sell it for as much as To be as honest, I think there's another argument there. Which if you've come from a poor background, like maybe not because the least of the middle class, now we all found out, but like, you know, some people have a go at like um, footballers or musicians or something like that and say, oh, you're a mercenary. Why did you leave that club for more money when you oh, bought you? you oh, like, let, me, let, me, let me finish this. The point. middle class thing, you're, you're, you're wrong though, in know, that Malawi middle class is UK lower class. I know, I'm just taking the piss. Malawi. Upper class is UK middle class because right. we got less money. Right, fair <laughs> enough. But I'm just taking the piss. What I'm trying to say is, yeah. I sometimes when you know when people have a go for like footballers, why have you left that team? That's meant to be a boy or club. You have to support them. You've gone for more money because sometimes in certain footballers' lives, in, or in any sportsman, same with comedians, same with singers, same with artists, some of us are one in generations. Some of us are one in our lifetime chance to change our whole family's dynamic. Whereas like. 
no one in our family will get that opportunity again. So you've got to make the most of it. If you're from such a shithole, like you, you know, I'm probably the only chance my family's ever going to have to get out of what we're doing, get out of who we are, where we are, and to make this much money. I can understand it, but the same, like I say, just some, just being a comedian with comedy, it just gets to me. I don't know why. Maybe because okay. you can't sell two hundred fifty pound tickets yeah. yet. <laughs> Sorry, I can't sell two hundred fifty pound. Wait till no, no, so you say you want all these tickets. No, but, yeah. no, but also, yeah. on, yeah. just once, well, just once. Yeah. Listen, when I'm not living in Bootle anymore, and yeah. I'm going to look in the eye of the person who can't afford two hundred fifty pound tickets, I'll go, yeah, fuck yeah, ta-da. No, but it's also supply and demand. It's basic economics. Yeah, then, if you did but a that's show, if you believe you in economics, did, no, though, I don't did, like this. this I, I don't believe. It's reality. No, no. Again, if you went on tour. Right. And all Le- the tickets Do you sold agree out. Le- hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You go on tour. You've yes. Now, you've had your break. Yes. You put the tickets at five pounds. Yes. And they all sell out. Yes. Within a like minute. half a day. Within yes. a minute. Yeah. And there are people like saying, oh, I wanted a ticket. I wanted a ticket. Yeah. People there. And then scalpers start have bought them and they start selling them for more. Well, that's right? different though, isn't it? Right, no, but that's what's going to happen because yeah, but, supply no, because, and demand. No, but you because can because the demand you now can try, means you can cut out the second market. There's ways to cut out secondary markets, and the way to cut out the secondary market is the tickets are to overprice expensive. your fans. The tickets are ready. No, the the gold tickets are already really expensive. Mm, no, I think you can cut out secondary markets <laughs> anyway. Glastonbury do it quite well. You'll never be complete. You'll never completely do it, but you can do it quite well. Okay. It's dead hard to sw- it's dead hard to give someone a lift pill ticket now. You you can't do it anymore. What about but what about if if what? you donate tickets, to right? a certain portion of your stuff to charity? Yeah. How about I that? No, I don't know. I just like if Chris Rock's there going like what I haven't told you all is that I give ten percent of my well, tour like, money to charity. If Chris Rock was still living what? where he lived when he started <laughs> comedy, he wouldn't be challenged. He wouldn't be charged two hundred fifty dollars tickets. And why should I, he live there? No, I'm not saying he should He's live the there. I'm saying the greatest comic. I'm saying if he did, he wouldn't be doing it. I'm not. I'm not saying he wouldn't be doing it. I'm saying because if you're looking at someone in the face who can't afford your ticket and they're telling you how good you are at comedy, there's a certain party that goes, oh, "I'm a cunt." They don't need to come see me live. You're only a good life, aren't you? I'm living good life, but I wouldn't be a living good you're life good, if no, I you're made good my life, aren't you? So what would you do if you saw like some kids that were just. Hard up, and they no, just loved you, and they love to see last you. Last week, if you look on my Instagram, and they want to be front row, and no, no, they no, never you, will. I'll tell you what's funny. If you look in my Instagram, like around a yeah. week ago, a homeless guy, yeah, right. I've got DMs a lot of you. No, I've got a lot of <laughs> I've got a lot of homeless fans. Yeah, right. The reason. What? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'll tell you what's interesting. I didn't realize how, this. How, how did this? I'll tell you why it happens. In shelters, they put on something pretty inoffensive. Yeah. I'm pretty inoffensive. Well, cornering the so. homeless market is not a very <laughs> wise economic decision. Exactly my point. But I'm just saying, right. I homeless know, guy like ran up to, to to me and he was like, oh, I'm a big fan, whatever. This is also the difference of beggars in the UK and mm. Africa. He had a phone, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no beggar in Malawi with a phone. I saw, I right? saw a homeless man with AirPods <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in Glasgow. Yeah. I was like, No, but what? more power to him, more power to him. But, yeah, 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 but yeah. he wanted a selfie. Right, but he had no battery power, so I took it and posted it. But all I'm saying is, he can't afford my tickets, but he's my fan. And you're saying that I looked him in the eyes and I should have said, you know what, my tickets should be two pounds so you can come watch me. Mm. Yeah. No, there's obviously a sustainable amount of money. You are not an economist. You are no businessman. You are just doing it for the love. Well, there's a difference. You can you can live a good life and 
and still be affordable. You know, comedy is our job. It's not yeah, our Chris, hobby. Right, yeah, but <laughs> you can be a millionaire. And I'll take this way: Do you are you fine with the price hike in Lecky and Gas at the moment? Cost of living crisis. Are you fine? I think the economy is fucked. Now you're talking about the world problems. Well, like, you, that's all. You, that's all they're doing is the same as what Kamak is doing. He charges as not, much as he can. It's not because it is. No, no, no. Because Chris Rock's you got can a lot of live without watching stand up. Yeah. It's a luxury. Luxury yeah. prices should be able to go up. Yeah. But things which Don't say that to Lisa. It's a co- we need. We need to make them think that they need no. us. <laughs> but food. Say it's a luxury. Health, heat. These are things which are essentials. Well, f- not health, not in America. I know, it's fucked. There's no right to food. No, it's fucked. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. So where do you draw the line? Things which are essential Yeah. should be free. I agree. I do agree. But I, do, I also... I don't, don't think comedy is essential. I don't think... Yeah, no, I don't think comedy is essential. But I love I, being a comedian. But I don't but, think... But, but like, I don't think I can respect a comedian I who I think is trying to make as much money as he can, and that's it. But you don't know anything about their motivation. You don't know who decides on the prices. You don't know what you know. Yeah, what but I mean? they're putting the name to it. Well, I'll, okay, I'll c- give you a perfect example. So I got uh, <laughs> there's a com- there's a comedian who runs I a didn't show. Think. <laughs> there's a comedian who runs a show in Sheffield. Yes. Right. Uh, I think think you'll be able to figure out who it is. Okay. And essentially, when I did my first tour. Yes. He got very upset and went on a big rant about how this guy put him on all these years and then now that he's got a little bit of success, he goes and he does this show in this other venue, blah, 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 yes. on and on. Like, like, I literally have no idea. I, I literally write jokes and other people... Book the venue. But that, yeah, but that, I never was me, like, let me screw yeah, that person yeah, no, over. No, 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 of course not. Most course. of these comedians but are like, his, I'm his, doing this show. His, his, opinion, his opinion is, you you could have said, book Mike Sheffield date in that tour. In, book Mike Sheffield tour date in that venue. And he's wrong. No, but you could have said and that, I'm though. Sa- I could have said, but I'm saying that but you most never. comedians... You weren't malicious in what you were doing. But I'm, what he's saying is, he's expected that of you. And I know, he's entirely wrong to expect that of me. All Fair I'm enough. doing that's, is that's being funny. Yeah. And I would actually tell you that most comedians, there are a few, like I've got a friend, um, Sugar Sammy, who's in the business, yeah. and he thinks about the venues. Most comedians are like, you know, they'll go to a company, the, the, the delight about having a tour company is yeah. you're like, okay, I'm writing a new show, book the tour. Yes. I guarantee you that's what the Chris Rocks and the Dave Chappelle's do. Totally agree. Because you do not have the time or energy to waste Com- on how much is this completely people agree. paying I'm in this market. Completely agree. But I'm saying, all I'm saying is, that, yeah, that's, for me, as a patron, I, there's things that, like, things put me off, and that's what would be one of them. And then Do you I pay for them. porn? No. You should. Yeah. You should. You are wanking for these women, and they're not getting any money. You should pay for porn. Thank you for uh, taking this here. I watch. <laughs> thank you, Delisa. I watch a lot of adverts. No, because now I, I can speak on this yeah, one. Now you can speak. You're there talking about the cost I'm, of living crisis and free healthcare. They are to stay no, shut. No, 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 no. I will tell you the truth. How many adverts? I for money. pay for porn. I'm sitting through adverts. I pay for porn because I feel like where I pay. Do you pay porn on premium or something? No, no, no. So, so like I have subscriptions to, to OnlyFans. To what? No, no. To a few things. To poor people getting fucked. No, 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 no. So I have subscription to... Just stand outside their, the shows, you see that? There are websites which yes. produ- every day they put up some new high-quality So you subscribe to individual artists. And I, that's what we will call I they both, are artists. Yes, I both subscribe to some individual artists and to some 
companies yes. which produce like a brazes or yes yeah. exactly I've got Brazzers. one of those I've got one of those yes. Yes. so my point is this I because I was like I get very like I'm on you can torrent my first DVD yes right? I have done and I, I remember that. thinking that I need money and these people are just <laughs> like getting it for free yeah and I'm like if I'm not okay with that I'm paying for all entertainment I get right that's good Right. So my point is you have a problem with people overpricing, right? Yeah. But at the same time, you will happily exploit the artistic endeavors no, of these poor every, every time <laughs> sometimes abused as a child every women. Time, every well, the plenty of comics are abused as a child as well. But um, <laughs> they are we need the money too. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We need the money too. If I'm on if I'm on a porn website, the I will I'll, I'll happily I'll happily sift through adverts and stuff to back to You'll negate me having to pay them subscription. <laughs> Oh wait! You it's like when you're on YouTube premium. Don't come in there. Yeah. Advert money is not going to the artist. So I think sites like Pornhub but, are horrible. But the, the, right, the, the, because yeah, money they, are, yeah. they put up people's stuff for free. They're the Spotify, and the women don't make money. They're the Spotify. They're exposing. Yeah, and so there's, then a, there's a podcast. There's plenty of OnlyFans people who put the stuff on Pornhub to get you to their OnlyFans. To get you there, but do you ever go to OnlyFans and pay? No, my wife, my wife <laughs> won't let me. <laughs> Your wife She said OnlyFans is cheating. So <laughs> you would say pay. it's cheating. OnlyFans only is cheating, yeah. OnlyFans is cheating. Well, you're paying for a specific person, then aren't you? So oh, it's different. So and also, could be number forty-four, couldn't it? On OnlyFans, I do think it is a bit odd having a direct debit to a, an individual artist. Yeah. There's Patreon. Some bit... Weren't you just talking to your Patreons? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not getting we're not we're getting not, our kit off. Fucking them, or say, well. or showing them anything that we shouldn't. Not be. yet. No, yeah. but why are you saying what shouldn't be? What shouldn't be if this woman? Yeah, yeah but then does then would your would your partner then look at who you are subscribing to? Yes. So this is interesting. so you can't get away with that. No, no. no, no so I'll like, tell you the truth. I'm currently single. Right. <laughs> right. When I was last in a relationship, she knew. Well, actually, she she knew who I was into, and she knew the porn I was into. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Did she know you were subscribing to certain porn stars? And yeah. what happened with but, that relationship? But, we, no, but, we, <laughs> but what actually happened is... My wife says individual she porn She called stars you a scumbag and you broke no, up horribly. No, 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 no. <laughs> what actually happened is I think that I wanted more from her than she wanted from me. Yeah, she only wanted three pounds a month from you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah. but, but do you ever have that thing where you realize that in a relationship, there's always someone who's more into it? Right. Okay. And, and I've been I've been married and, since I was eighteen. So no. Oh, okay. No, there I was the same day, woman since I was eighteen. There was a day when I really realized that I'm more into this than she is. Right. right. And that was the end. Yeah. Okay. Is when the invoice come in. <laughs> right. Okay. But but at the same time, like I'm open about who I am. Yeah. Right. So, so you know, but and th the same way I said to you, I pay for porn. I'll say that to to my partner. I used to write porn. Did you? <laughs> well, erotica. Oh, I think I could do that. Well, well, why did you stop? Harder than you think. Why did you stop? Oh, oh, oh it only Start paid well if one. you're a student. Sorry. It only paid well if you're a student because it was, it paid little. Yeah. But for a person who's a student, twenty quid is is a right. lot. So who but, did you like, write erotica for? So initially, I wrote um, like. Fifty Shades. No, 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 no. I wrote beside dirty magazines. They would have 
text. Have you got a little, little, little sample you could just tell us now? Oh, no, I'll tell you <laughs> what I have a sample of. So it was terrible and it didn't pay well. And Except I started seeing school, someone, I started seeing someone who had a problem with it. So then I switched and I started writing erotica for women. Little did I know it paid a lot more. Yeah, because they love it, right. don't they? Also, also, no, we're no. visual. You get paid per word, right? And so for <laughs> guys, the more descriptive. Yeah, the guys, the sex scene has to happen on page one. <laughs> Women, yeah. it has to happen on page ten. Yeah, they want the build up. Uh, they want the build up. Yeah. So, I, and I'm a writer, um, so I can write the scenario build up. And and stuff maybe I'm a woman because that's like what that. I like in porn. Yeah, I like a little bit of a scenario in yeah, porn. But I wrote a bunch of stuff, and there's even an anthology. Did you end up masturbating every article you wrote? Like you had to take. Come on, you had to take. It's like writing comedy. I want to make myself laugh. Yeah. I want to make myself hard. Yeah. The end. Of, what? It, oh, what the, goes hand in hand. No. The reason why I liked it was I curated my fantasies because I often would be watching stuff and be like, "This is very hot," but right. now I could write everything and. and <laughs> But that's the joy of creativity is you write better entertainment. Like if you write a book, you're writing the book you want to read. Yeah. Yeah, well, you should be. That's yeah. the thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So would you pay to see yourself? That's the, one of the things, isn't it? Would you pay 250 quid I, to see yourself? Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How much would you pay? What's the maximum ticket you'd charge to yourself? No, okay. I'm not Chris Rock. <laughs> so I'd pay maybe 100. Pay 100. Is that what you think you're worth? 100 quid? I'm 100. So you think on your tour you resent them thinking, you're getting me for fucking buttons. No, because there are a lot of them. There are a lot of them. Right, they're three hundred people. They're splitting the. They're splitting the. Splitting the bill. They're splitting the bill. That's the whole point. Yeah. Right. So what? What are you worth? So I think I am worth like two hour. grand. Right. An hour. Right? Yeah. So there's a thousand. Um, you're going to charge two pounds each. Yeah. So you are going to charge two pounds each. It's then. Oh, but you're saying when I get better. So when you start playing the two thousands. <laughs> no, no, I'm not I saying. I just that love the underlying theme of the last half an hour of, of this but idea. That I have nothing against. He's paid no, 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 but I have a problem with being underpaid. I have nothing against being overpaid. Yeah. yeah. Or I wouldn't do a corporate in my life. The whole point of doing a corporate is you're massively overpaid. No, but you're fucking the man. That's what it is. Fuck the system. <laughs> but what if it's not the man? What if the corporate is a little little company? But on, that's what a corporate what's the company? costs. Okay, it's like so. It's like a little cup. Okay, I did one which was people who are uh, accountants. I did one which was uh, people who make uh, white goods salesmen, so fridges and stuff. Mm. Yeah, but it's a very difficult gig, and you and they hired <coughs> a lawyer that same day, who is charging more than you do. Do you know what I mean? Like so, yeah. you 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 scale up because that's what that industry costs. But I actually think that because comedians are underpaid. Yeah. Um. But for me, it's just a smash and grab, and you just get what you can. And I get why you're thinking is the idea of that you don't want to price people out, or that's too much. You should be be reasonable. With I get that as well. So I, I see both for, sides of it. For, there's there's a saying from Henry Ford, which was you've got to pay you you you've got to pay them enough to be to afford the car. I, so, I oh, let me finish. Okay, you've got to pay them enough to afford the car. I am a common man. That's on stage. That's what I am. I talk about being working class, about the family I come, come from. I talk about my environment. I can't stand on stage to, and do that if I've priced people out who come from that environment. But will you ever be a star then? I just have to talk about other shit, <laughs> won't I? <laughs> to be a star, I, mate, you've got to be like... I think you're hampering yourself. Audience. And I think you're not valuing what you do enough. Right? Because if you worked hard mm -hmm. for 10 years mm -hmm. and became a doctor, yeah. you would be getting paid... A thousand pounds a week, a day, right? If I right? if, if I work if I work that hard, pounds an hour. Well, so right? this, if I worked ten years, come hard to become a doctor, 
I wouldn't ever be pro- go private and price out the people that. Yes, are, but are if you're a specialist, NHS, you're getting paid a hundred. Do yeah, both. Yeah, but they, I'm not pricing anyone out then. Do both NHS and private. No, but what I'm saying is. What I mean, it, I'm not talking <laughs> no, about, I t- the, I'm totally saying how much you're not valuing yourself is when you've put as much time as you've put into comedy yeah. and you get good at comedy, yeah. you should be getting paid like you put this time into becoming a no, great I t- I totally doctor get that. or a lawyer. What you said before, I think is probably one of the best ways to go about it. $100, pounds, $100 show, yeah. $5 show. Yeah. I think if I ever reach them heights, that is something I consider. Oh, because you consider can do doing, that. You can do that. I consider doing, so... In so Liverpool. like Portsmouth oh, that, tours me, and also does yeah. the cheap show. Yeah, but he does that for videos. But anyway, no, anyway I'm only joking. The I'm people joking. like. But um, so M and S Arena, live, live, the, the Arena, there's an eight thousand seater and a two thousand seater next to each other. I think if I was a comic big enough, I would sell a hundred pound tickets for maybe ten nights in the two thousand seater, and I would do ten pound tickets. 8,000 one night in the arena. Okay, I see what you're saying, but I also think your management would drop you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd drop him as a co-host as well. Say, Rob, fuck off, mate. Yeah. You're doing us out of half a million quid here for fucking yeah. nameless faces again. You don't even, Just so you can still go to assault yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't even realise the contracts yeah. which you sign no, no, like, to do like, a tour again, this yeah. requires the them reality. to make money. Yeah, yeah. But again, The no. reason I'm not with Live Nation anymore is they took so much money. Yeah. So right? But it was the biggest tour I've ever done. Yeah. I do smaller tours now and I make more money. Yeah. Mm. Now those people who are who you need to be with <laughs> for arenas are not gonna let you do that. Well, well we'll see. I think that's again a fancy when reality. Bobby, when Bobby turns up. When the reality of that money hits you and you go, you'd be you'd be different. The fantasy of it now, it's like, as I always said, it's like being shit on. You think, that'll be horny, but then the reality of it happens seeing you go, oh, this is not good. Same way you're going, like, I'd sue to 8,000 at 10 quid, and they were, by the way, you're going to make 800 grand there. If you just did that thing, no one would really give a shit, and you'd walk away with 8 million. You'd be like, ah. Oh. <laughs> also, you, you don't realise oh. that, uh, again, there's, like, there are people in the audience who are going to hate me, but but... You are gonna have expenses you don't even realize, right? As I know you get I realize more success, about them. I know all about right? the coaxing horse. Right, they're coming. So, no, so I'm just saying there are things like okay, so now you've got a crazy mortgage because your wife convinced you to get into a big house because you are oh, now successful. I take no. Convince. And then you're like, oh no, I need to make this money to pay that crazy thing, which is unnecessary, but it's now part of my life. Your ticket sales need Can't to go down. As, 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 in it. as I just said, Deliso, though, if I'm living in a crazy house, I'm no longer looking at people at Bootle in the eye. So <laughs> fuck them. So, in conclusion, <laughs> charge what you fucking want for your tour show. Right. Thank you very much. Thank Sign you. Sign up to the Thank Patreon. You. Come to the live show. Deliso, where are we finding you? I am on tour now. It's called Apocalypse Not Now. And uh, you can come if you're willing to pay the ticket <laughs> cost. If you're not willing to pay the ticket cost, check out Amazon Prime, yeah. what the African said. Where we, where can they find your tickets, Delisa? My tickets are all on africancomedian.com. Right. Excellent. I, I, I took it first. And what are your socials? My socials are Delisa Japonda on everything. Let's Brilliant. sell that baby out. Thank you very much. Then he can live Go happy. and buy the tickets. He's worth it. When he gets to £250, we'll have a discussion. Ta-da. <laughs>